What up, American people? This is For the Love of the Pod, episode 10, a show about sports, crime, sex, controversy, politics, <laughs> but mostly sports. I am your presidential pimp, Thomas May. Oh, God. With me, as always, the affable Aaron Mason, <laughs> Dr. Brian Owen, and Nart. Gentlemen, no, how are we today? No. It is November 3rd, 2020, in the year of our Lord. Is there something important going it on? It is election day for the United States of America. It may be the last podcast we do what? together. I hope it is not, but we have a very special day today. We have that was very dark. two First segments. <laughs> and also, why do you sound so deadpan <laughs> and like emotionless? Do you want me to do my... Like, you sound like Walter Cronkite. JFK! No, please not. not JFK. This is my JFK! <laughs> I'll do it the rest of the podcast! This sounds like Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> doesn't sound like JFK. This is literally the only... This is the only thing I have. Um, I'll today we have two very special segments. Uh, one's not so special in, in, the, in that we talk about football every single week, but we'll have that, and then we'll have a fun... True crimey story from uh, Doctor. Br- it's not true crimey. It's not. It's just fun. fucked up. It's. I mean, it's. It's not fun. You're true right. crime, but it is not fun. Yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. Um, from Brian, Doctor Brian Owen. I'm so sorry. And uh, and then uh, Aaron and I collectively, with the assistance of our good friends Doctor Brian Owen and Nart, uh, we will be doing. <laughs> We will be doing, Aaron and I will be doing our top 15 National Basketball Association players. Oh, dude, I fucked up. Of all time. Oh, did you do a different sport? He did ABA. I did ABA. Oh, that's okay. That actually might be more fun. It's the same players anyway. Yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> Basically the same amount <laughs> of Jordan talent LeBron on the James field. Yeah. Involved. It's not, not a big deal. So, uh, if we can start with the National Football League... Are there specific games and or players you'd like to address? No, this week Because the Cowboys uh, lost again. And well, every week's going to suck. For the that is going line. to be yeah. the case the rest of the year, I would rather have fucking Sorensen from Friday Night Lights start over Ben DiNucci ever again. Good news. First of all, Matt Saracen, Saracen. Matt Saracen's already starting in the league. He plays for the Chicago Bears. <laughs> Who's Booby Miles? Is it CeeDee Lamb? Oh, we're talking about the show, no, Friday Booby Night Miles Lights. Miles is a running back, so it can't be CeeDee Lamb. Okay. Also, and you'd have to be injured. Oh, wait. Miles is I better know than who it is. Ezekiel Elliott, so you heard yeah. it here first, folks. Yeah. Okay, first off, Danucci's not starting next week. It's most likely going to be Garrett Gilbert or, uh, or yeah, Cooper, Cooper Rush. Rush. Who's Gary Gilbert? Garrett. Garrett. Garrett Gilbert. Garrett? Yeah. I've never heard of this human being. He was drafted by... I'll, I'll let you guess. You should be able to guess this. The New York Football Giants? No. Who, get, who drafts a lot Cleveland of... Cleveland Browns. There we go. Huh. Can we talk about no real quick, though? Like, yes. What's eating Gilbert's grapes? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that movie's so All of this rated. should not be joked about because of my story later. Oh, why? You know how many Who's completions somebody's Gary grapes? Gilbert has in the league? He has oh. two. Two for 40 yards. Hey. Two. Probably not. two. <laughs> wait, wait. Out of how many attempts? And he played for the American, the Alliance, the Alliance of American Football for I can't remember what team it was. The Alliance uh, of for American. Wasn't he Tampa Bay Vipers or something? That's like right, that? the Vipers. Yeah, he started for the Vipers. Alliance for Americans is you mean the Democrats? A-A-F-L. Am I right? Hey, I'm sorry. Um, 
the, alco- the alcohol anonymous football, football league. league. I'm anonymous. <laughs> I'm going to the alcohol. It doesn't sound anom- very anonymous, anonymous to me. Um, it was because nobody watched their games. Hey, Got guys, <laughs> did you guys watch the Cincinnati Bengals beat the Tennessee Titans? I did. How did you feel about this? I thought it was amazing. You like? I'm this so happy for Joe. results. Yeah. I feel like every time I watch an upset, no matter if I'm like the fan of the team or not, I'm like um, elated. There's one team that I would not cheer for if they did upsets, and that's Philadelphia Eagles. We mm. are collective in our hatred for yes, agreed. the Philadelphia batter throwing battery. battery. Batter, ninth, not batter. Ninth they don't best, throw dough. <laughs> ninth best quarterback in the league led Philadelphia <laughs> Eagles. I want to remind you, Veteran Stadium had an actual gel in it. Did you say jail? Yes. Jail. We heard the word gel. Yeah, that's what I heard. Just jail. so you know. I was like, their field is made of gel. Hair gel, which would make sense jail. for Philadelphia. But jail. also, we heard jail. Okay. Just so you know. So, oh, never mind. That was going to be a stupid joke. Say it. No. So, Cincinnati beat Tennessee. This is the upset of the week. Uh, Joe Burrow is the GOAT. I think he's better than Tom Brady and Peyton Manning combined. Well, and this is my hot take for the week. That was dumb. But. I would I would play devil's advocate and say it, re- it remains to be seen. That's, but, a, that's a bold statement from yeah, you, Nathaniel. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I might eat my shorts in about 20 years. We'll see. Bart Simpson's? What? Bart <laughs> Bart Simpson. Whoa, we're not trying to eat step my on shorts. trademarks. What are you talking about? I might eat, eat my shorts. I mean, eat crow. We'll say that. Eat crow. Yeah. Why would you want to eat Garrett? I need to send him this podcast. I think he'd like it. Garrett Crow. Shout out to Garrett Crow, <laughs> who who represented the United States Navy, and we uh, appreciate his service. He fought for our freedom. Everybody, he did. you, sir. Uh, hold on, real quick, before anybody. And he bought a new puppy. Yeah. Before anybody oh, moves the cutest forward. Puppy. Don't make gross noises like that while we're doing this, please. Thank you. ASMR isn't on our SEO like tag, (laughs) so Uh, I just want to say real quick: uh, his Venmo is at Crow C R O W E G A. Um, Please send him money for fighting for our freedom, because uh, you know that the government didn't do enough. I think he's trying to buy a house in San Diego. San Diego. Yes. Fuck, man. That means Wells Vagina, right? Yes, it does. Did you say Wells or Wales? <laughs> no, he's talking about he Vernon said, Wells. I'm going to stop, I'm gonna no, stop I'm, us down every time Brian says something gels. weird. No, he's talking about Vernon Wells. Come on, yes. guys. It's okay, Brian. I know you watch too much Blue hockey. Jay's legend. Your, your dialect has legend been changed. Dairy. It's just how it works, I understand. <laughs> um, but yes, so the Cincinnati Bengals. What are some takeaways from this game? Tennessee Titans defense sucks. Yeah, they were really bad this year. I want to say real quick. I I want to. I thought about this. I thought about this the other day, and I actually saved the uh, the link to where they were talking about it. I remember. I think the first week of the NFL, after the first week of the NFL, uh, and Aaron, this is not me shitting on you, but uh, the whole conversation behind how. You can't tread on me, dude, because last season they had a fucking top-notch defense. They did. Okay, they now, top, actually... And then I didn't think the drop-off no, was going to be this bad. No, sorry. No Rable, one did. No, no, I'm I sorry. I still stand behind him. I just remembered the conversation you were talking about. Uh, never mind. Anyways, they just <laughs> traded for Desmond King. Yes. That's a cornerback from... Um, or DB from uh, the Chargers, so that's a solid player. Yes. They're about to get back one of their cornerbacks, Verrett, I think. 
which should help a lot. They will most likely be cutting Beasley on Wednesday. I still put them in the top six. I mean, Wait, their defense? No, as an overall team. Yeah. I, I yeah, still they're in sure. my top six. I think their defense is going to have a second half of the year kind of like revival stage. Uh, okay, I, I think so I they am. better. So get this: okay. Titans paid Jadavion Clowney and Vic Beasley a combined twenty four point five million on one year deals in free agency oh, wow. to boost their pass rush through half the season. They have zero sacks. <laughs> And sixteen total tackles. Uh, Wait, they have zero sacks. That's they awful. played. They Between played the. Players, they yes. played the Bengals Easily on Sunday, who were missing five O line starters <laughs> from week one. They play opposite sides, right, Vic and uh, Jadavion? No, no. Beasley will no longer be playing for the Titans come Wednesday. Oh, why? They're going to cut him on Wednesday. Yeah. Oh, really? Yes. Because oh, he has been that bad. Vic Beasley. Oh my god. He had one good season. Good and part god. of that was uh, Chaz Green. Shout out Chaz Green. Was that Chaz Green? He's the one that got the Our one? listener, our loyal listener, Chaz Green. What? Was that last year or two years ago where Chaz Green got lit up by uh, the Atlanta defense? Oh, Was that Vic yes. Beasley? I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, I, I am completely forgot about Chaz Green now. very impressed I'm with so sorry for the Cincinnati Bengals. Regardless of Tennessee's defense, they, uh, they're on the up and up. I want to give Cincinnati a big shout out. Thank you for helping the Cowboys get a mm-hmm. higher draft pick. <laughs> hey, I mean, and the Giants too. Andy Dalton helped them. You guys are guaranteed the, to win at least one more game. The Giants Andy, are helping the Giants. They ha- they have a history of that. Andy Dalton helped the Bills get into the playoffs. <laughs> Giants. They're a very generous team. Giants will get at least one more win. I think there's a game week for next week that's going to be like a point of contention that I think is going to be probably America's game of the week, and that's going to be the Pittsburgh Steelers versus the Dallas Football Cowboys. Okay, Pittsburgh has a history of Highly playing down to their opponent. Well, the, I Pittsburgh, don't think Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh gave Pittsburgh up 260 play. yards of rushing offense last week. I have so. a stat about that. I have a stat about that. <laughs> I mean, Ooh, let's hear. Oh, well, I mean, I was going to wait because that's the other game we should talk about. Let's just go into that one. Okay, the Ravens Steelers. That was the great game of the week. We were all looking forward to it. We'll just go ahead and say, though, for anybody out there that has the Steelers' fantasy uh, as their defense, congratulations on your Week 9 victory. Yeah. Because uh, they will single-handedly. How many was it? No, this next week when they play the Cowboys. Oh, okay, you're right. I'm sorry. Yeah, they're probably going to get a few returns for a touchdown. Regardless of quarterback. I'm taking the over-under on – I'm taking the over on three pick sixes. (laughs) (laughs) But anyways, here's the stat for the Ravens game that I found interesting. The Ravens had 265 rushing yards and outgained the Steelers 457 to 221 in total yards. Since 1933, a team that had at least 250 rushing yards and had at least twice as many yards, total yards, as its opponents had a combined record of 215-1-1. and That is now 215-2-1. Fudge. Now, that other loss, I guess you can take a guess on what the common denominator is. Turnovers? Oof. Oh. Turnovers. You, you're right. Is that, what are you guys thinking about Lamar? <laughs> I Lamar, am. Jack, their team's so efficient. They're so I think they're they're such a well hey, like, no. multifaceted hey. team that he's hey. able to not have to take the. Yeah, I thought that, I, I thought that the first few weeks. Now I'm like, he can't do anything but but escape the pocket and run. I'm like, gonna he can uh, he, he can scramble. He can't throw the ball, dude. I'm gonna th- go think, the conspiracy, um, fucking spiritual. Fucking like what weird this, shit. What is this bit angle that you're doing? Real quick, and that this is the Madden curse. 
Reaping, wreaking havoc on Lamar Jackson's season. What uh, was this? What was this? That pick, is my he, fucking he, stance, bruh. He thinks like, he's Alex Jones. That is it. No, I'm, I'm doing a Henry Zabrowski, to be honest with you. It sounds like Alex Jones. No, this is Alex Jones. But, anyways, uh, uh, that was. <laughs> I can do it now. Give start, me a second. Are we starting to raise a, like, a red flag on. <laughs> Lamar Jackson, like, is is this a concern? I gotta practice my no, Alex Jones, I but yes, so. I, I, so. I I'm not that concerned with Lamar Jackson to be honest no. with you. I think he's having a bad season. I mean, I'm it's not. Okay. I'm saying I, I'm not concerned of like for his career. I'm talking about okay. this but year. I'm concerned. Like, yeah, I think they're 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 yeah. Super Bowl. They're exposed. Hopes. I'd be I'd, yeah. be, I'd be interested exposed. to see the year that that the. That the Ravens won the Super Bowl with Joe Flacco. If halfway through the season, if who was more efficient between Lamar and Joe Flacco in that season uh, in 2012? Bro, you should Google you this. You do know Flacco is like that was like a career year, especially yeah. In the playoffs. It was like an Eli Manning 20, the, 2011 year. I think it's still the best playoff run. If by that's a the case, then debunked. But I'm I'm curious if that is the case or not. I no, would say Joe yes. Flacco, I do remember reading too that it was like, uh, in, like an almost unachievable for somebody to recreate his that year. He, he was year. unbelievable. Joe Flacco and Eli Manning are like it got the weirdest paid. quarterbacks I've ever watched play football. Well, but they're like basically only good <laughs> so in the postseason. What you're trying to say is we need to see Daniel Jones in the playoffs just to see what he's like. <laughs> That's God the only way willing. we'll truly know God if he's the future <laughs> face of the Dude, Giants. It's so weird just to have two dirt quarterbacks back to back. Do you want? Yes, yes. Do we want? Do we want to smoothly transition into that game um, by talking about how Daniel Jones lost a game? He lost the game for the uh, New York Football Giants, a game that they shouldn't have been in, to be honest. And uh, as a Giants fan, I am made very optimistic by. Uh, our coaching staff, specifically Patrick Graham, our defensive coordinator. Um, but Daniel Jones lost the game. I mean, he had four or five throws, not even including the two f- bullshit, dumbass, uh, inexcusable interceptions that he threw. I really enjoyed the interception he threw with you Sterling Sharp. Them. No, no. Sterling Sharp? Who's that? Sterling Shepard, sorry. He called him Russell Shepard on yeah. the broadcast yeah, two times in a like, row, and then you could here? obviously hear he was corrected in his microphone and then changed it to Sterling Shepard. I thought yeah. it was hilarious. But, and the other guy called uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers the New England Patriots like four times, and then... <laughs> they're horrible announcers. That's ESPN. <laughs> That's hilarious. But, um, yeah, on the Sterling Shepard, the throw to Sterling Shepard that uh, he threw an interception, first off, Golden Tate was open in the flat, and he Ooh, just... we can get to, into that. And he just stared... He stared down Shepard for no reason. Golden, I almost called him Golden State. Golden Tate. <laughs> Golden Tate. I've done that before. Golden Tate's wife went on a Twitter and Instagram rampage about how he's not being screaming about how many times he was wide the fuck open and was not targeted. Can I interrupt you for a second? And he could not. She could not have been more correct. Go ahead and interrupt me. Okay, so I just. I got on Instagram for, for a quick second. I hate so I saw that you're laughing and I, smiling right now. Kanye West just posted, Today I voted for the first time in my life for the President of the United States, and it's some it's, it, and it's for someone I truly trust. Dot, dot, dot. Me. me. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It's truly the I weirdest. I got a kick out of that. The dankest timeline. I really appreciate this input, Aaron. Now, so... 
Back to my uh, Wasn't there Not screaming and kicking, but Marquise Brown pretty much did the exact same thing yesterday, too. His wife? No. Oh. Marquise Brown did it to himself. No, took, he, he, took he to absolutely deserves to. No, absolutely. But this every game, that's why I dropped him. That's why I traded him. No, but still, I feel like... every game to him. Hey. No, I, I agree. I'm it's just saying, like, I feel like it's kind of a bad look to be talking about how your team is utilizing you, like, outside of the bounds of, like... I don't know, in the middle of a season. Hey, Thomas. I... A wife is one thing. Like she's gonna, gonna say, do it. She's gonna do whatever fuck she wants to do. Oh well, Golden Tate caught the sh- would be yeah Winnie or game tying touchdown, and then yelled at the TV camera, "Throw me the ball." So I don't know if that's really just all on his wife. Did, didn't uh, <laughs> Steph Curry's wife do this as well? Yes. Oh my God! Yeah, a long time ago. Yeah, totally. Just, you know, tying that <laughs> different, in. different, but yes. I mean, similar. How, I was about to say it's still very similar. <laughs> similar. Same, same, but different. <laughs> same, same, but different. Uh, but Golden Tate doesn't have another all, uh, uh, another all-time shooter on his team, and I guess all-time wide receiver on his team. No, instead he just has Daniel Jones. Shooter. <laughs> Clay Thompson. Do you? Uh, we'll get into this later. But just to get into the <laughs> two-point conversion thing, I thought it was actually a good call. I thought it was a good call too. All right. I just wanted to. No, I it was just a bad it was execution. Too, it was too close. No, that, I meant I meant a good opinion. I meant a good call by the officiating. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. by them they should over, have it up. over yeah, picking up the flag. That's what they should do. They that, should get yeah. together about stuff like that I think and it, discuss it. It was all right. Hear me out before I say what I'm about to say. It was probably pass interference, but in my opinion, it is too close to call that pass interference. I think it was That's it is what they call a bang bang yeah. play. So, but well, here's the thing, though. I I disagree. Well, you don't think I, it was? I disagree a little bit. His arm hit the ball before he hit. Yeah. Um, yes. Yes. So that makes it not pass interference at that point. Yeah. He made contact okay. with the ball first, so yes. therefore right. it's a deflected pass at that did, point. Did you think that he slowed <clears throat> down the process of getting to the spot? What? Do you, what? Interfering with the about, process of getting Deion Gallman? Lewis to the oh, spot. Oh, there's Deion Lewis. Okay. Deion Lewis. Um, no, no, not at all. I feel like I saw that in the replay. I he mean, was, Deion Lewis had to come back because Daniel held on to the ball too long. He had a hitch and then a hitch, but, and also a hitch he shouldn't have had. He should have been throwing it closer to the pylon, which I'm he telling wasn't you, doing. Man, that, that quarterback is so f- like, frustrated and scared. I'm, I'm telling you, it's just... Especially in this game, I get he was scared to lose it, and then he lost it. Yeah, Thomas, I'm it sorry, but sucks, he's man. like one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time and trash at the same time. And he's only one of the greatest the quarterbacks of all time because of I've ever heard he's only one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time because of Eli Manning. His pass to uh, Super Bowls. <laughs> no, his pass to <laughs> Golden <laughs> Tate last night. <laughs> In the fourth quarter. I don't know what you're <laughs> That allowed me to take four points away from Tampa Bay's defense. Brady, I had Brady on my fantasy team, and it uh, pulled me through to defeat uh, the affable Aaron Mason. Aaron's picking his nose right now He's in disgust. Nose. I don't think he was itching his nose. I'm going to say that so that Kirsten knows that his boy, her boyfriend wasn't picking his nose. Sorry, he was uh, itching, Kirsten, itching his nose? Kirsten, I'm sorry. Sorry, do you itch a scratch? Or did you scratch an itch? You scratch an itch. So he was scratching his nose, not itching it. You're right. I'm sorry. We keep talking about this, and now my skin's itching. I just refer to it did as you, de-escalating the itch. Did you have any other football <laughs> games uh, to talk about? 
Seattle looks awesome. TK Metcalf yeah. is awesome. I, that offense is awesome. Points. Yes. Yeah. That offense in general is awesome. The defense seems like it's turning it on a little bit, but then again, they, they also s- gave up a lot to San Francisco. And they still don't have Jamal Adams, who, <clears throat> in my opinion, is like the second best defensive player in the league. In my personal opinion. Who's the first? Oh, uh, Aaron Donald. Easily. Um, and uh, what were some of the other games that were big? Uh, we don't want to talk about Saints-Bears, even though both teams kind no. of kidnapped at the that same good, time. That was as good looking game. good. I am not I'm very interested as a Giants fan to compare the Giants Buccaneers game to the uh Saints Buccaneers game that will happen on Monday or on and Sunday night football next week. Or is that Monday night football next week? It's Sunday night. I'm Sunday night football. Pretty sure. Yeah. yeah. And then you got Chargers having their fourth game of losing a 16-point lead. Yeah. Again, as a Giants fan that keeps losing close games, if I'm a Chargers fan, I'm also happy with the same result. Keep losing. You are rebuilding. You have a young quarterback that you are semi-excited about. I, I think they're think very excited about losing is detrimental to a quarterback, though. Like I don't a young think that. But not when it's expected and you're in a rebuild season. Yeah, and for you sure. Know that you're, exactly. just, you're literally just like – all he's doing is like on-job training. And that's all he's doing. And they're just going to get better and I better. I thousand percent agree. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, I mean, and he's, you need adversity. Anthony Lynn's accepted that, and the fact that he's still—I mean, I think—isn't isn't Tyrod cleared to play? Yeah, yeah but so he'd be Herbert. He'd be executed if he. Well, that's that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Is Herbert like this is just on on the job training, and I, I think next season they'll they'll be like nine and seven, and it's nice to see to the. I could not agree more. It's nice yeah. to see the Falcons pass the torch though onto the because <laughs> the Falcons have been I think what now one, either two games in a row or two lost three. Um. Two quick games that I think we could go through is uh, Patriots Bills. Sounds good. Patriots <laughs> no, no, suck. Who, no, who was the first? Who was the first up that they had? I, I was thinking about this the other day too on the radio. So the, the, the Falcons. No, no, the Falcons won their first game two weeks ago, right? Uh, no, they had won one before. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> one one. So what's? Oh the, no, you're right. You're right. No. no, English is weird. I thought, one, one. I thought they went like from Give zero and four to two and four now, or yeah. Two, or oh, Falcons beat the Vikings. Okay, yeah, three Vikings weeks. So what's what's their record now? Is it like They're two, two and six? six. Uh, two and six. Okay. And I think I think anybody like anybody that started out with like sure a trumpet out. Okay, it sounds like a yeah, like a one and four, or one and five record hasn't gone on to make the playoffs, but no, the Bengals started off one and six in nineteen seventy and made it to the uh, playoffs. Huh. Okay, well, that's an anomaly. So, well, they also had one of the greatest head coaches of all time in Paul Brown. Again, anomaly, but yeah, uh, Brian, anomaly. Yeah. Anyways, back to what I was saying. Talk about like the Patriots a little bit. I feel like they're clearly in a rebuilding year. They suck. Cam Newton wasn't what everybody thought he was. This horn. He's everything they thought he was. That's why he got a one billion dollar contract. Well, yeah, but he he started off. Everybody thought, like, okay, dude, he's proving everybody wrong. COVID. And then he got COVID, and the whole season turned around. COVID. I think the whole Cam Newton thing was was a botch signing <coughs> just because to, to soften Why? the blow of, of them losing Tom Brady. And they've, them signing, it's an experiment. Them, them signing Cam Newton is them accepting the fate of a 75% probability that their, t- their season's going down the tank. We and I think all okay thought it was that. a cool... We were all excited about this. I wasn't excited, but I thought it was. I thought it was a wash. I mean, Cam Newton. All right. Like a, well, you have more player. It was, it was more than interesting than him not playing. Right. Like yeah. if they were, if we had to watch 
like a possible comeback story of Cam Newton compared to watching Jared Stidham. Yeah. I would take the possible comeback story of Cam Newton. I I just have a hard time signing on. Like I I get the, I get the, the prerogative and the standpoint on that. But ever since that 2015 Super Bowl, whenever he just, I just literally shat the bed emotionally. And as a player, like I, I've just completely jumped off. Of, I mean, what of, do you like, of being like a fan as of him as a professional? What do you so, expect though? He had to go up against the State Farm guy. Like, <laughs> yeah, you, you don't you're gonna, win those. You're gonna like <laughs> what? Uh, that's so, a tons of pressure. Aaron, if you have to get insurance, are you going Geico or State Farm? I'm definitely State going Farm. Geico. I'm actually a uh, uh, what's the other one? Progressive. I'm a progressive. Yeah, that's who I well, signed Politically. And insurancely. Okay, that's dumb. But insurancely. <laughs> the last that's game I want to talk about is um, the Packers versus Vikings, where two things I kind of want to hit on is the Packers not addressing their horrible rush defense in the draft last year, where last uh, in the NFC Championship game, they it's, gave up 285 yards of rushing, and they still have a horrible rush defense. Is, is this a linebacker problem or an def- IDL problem? I think it's a defense problem in general. Like, so, but is it is they, it a lack of talent on the second level or a lack of talent in the interior defensive line? It's both. I don't know. It's both because part Here of the Here's why got, I ask. Here's why I ask. They lost Blake Martinez. No, they got rid of Blake Martinez. They didn't got rid of him. Blake Martinez leads the league in tackles. Isn't and Blake he Martinez did the exact same the thing. Now? Yes. Yes. He, he leads the league ex- in tackles. He, and he did last year as well. He yes, did the he did. exact same thing that the Giants are having the issue with. They're just not – it's not as magnified because you guys are expected to lose. He tackles 8 to 10 yards down the field. What are you talking about? Blake Martinez is like our second best player. But he's not – I could not disagree with you You think further. he's making huge backfield yes, tackles. Yes, he's making great I'm, plays. Okay, I'm looking up Please his tackles for loss look this right now. Up. He is a great player, and he was clearly a big loss for them. They I wasn't asking for your opinion on whether Blake Martinez was a huge loss or not. I was asking whether or not it is a second level or an oh, interior Brian. level, whether defensive. You really going to let Thomas talk to you like that, Brian? I'm not paying attention because I'm looking up his tackles for loss this year. Go for it. Thomas, are you really going to let Brian like just diminish everything you bro, just said? I, bro, I know, my, I know what I know. You're an excellent instigator. I know. <laughs> That's all good. Get massive we content should, here. Casey, I hope you're listening. Blake Martinez has six tackles. That's a lot. What's, he's a, he's a middle one, linebacker. What's your source? What's your source, Brian? He's a yeah. NFL.com. Okay. It's like eight games. That's a lot. So Whoa, less than one a game as a middle Whoa, linebacker where you guys are getting are run all serious? over. What is he in? OLB? He's supposed to get a bunch of outside. Are you serious? He's not rushing the pass. But you're talking. Okay. He's playing. Are you kidding? He's playing tight ends. He has 82 tackles. And only six of them are tackle for loss. Isn't he a rover? He is an inside linebacker. He he plays linebackers and running backs in the flat. Give me a break. He's the Mike. It's not like he's rushing the passer. Why would he have tackles I mean, Thomas, for loss? Thomas, to be fair, we get to keep out there and you can't get rusher, he, by default. He's not just, a rusher! Sorry. That's my whole point. Sorry. In rushing defense, he is not tackling in the backfield. That's my point. That's not his rush. Thomas, in, in Brian's defense, if you're... He's if you you're, said not that's going... A, hey. He's not crossing the line of Thomas, scrimmage. Stop. He's an stop. inside linebacker. Thomas, shut the fuck up and let me have a point for a second. Oh, sure. oh my God. You said oh. losing Blake Martinez is the reason why the Packers... That's not defense. what I said. 
I asked you a question. You didn't have an answer for it. And I said, I said Blake Martinez left Green Bay Packers and went to the Green, went to the New York. I was Giants, talking about the rushing well. defense. You said he wasn't doing well. I said he's not and doing I said, well. Oh, on he Russian is defense. doing well. Thank you for joining us today on For the Love of the Pod. This was uh, our tenth episode. You Thank can, you guys you for can joining run us. Run back the tape, and you can hear what I fucking said. Okay, but still, Blake Martinez is not helping. I mean, on I would run back the tape if you would pay for all right. Let's get back to the point. In Brian's Why is defense, the Green Bay Packers Russian defense so bad? I just want to say, in Brian's defense, even or in Thomas's defense, uh, I don't know who's was going to get <laughs> If I he don't was think making, if he, even, right if, wrong. even if he was making, you know, if he's so good, he's making flashy plays against the tight ends and stuff. The officials are going to award him negative forward progression for his stats just on that alone. So, I mean, I'm telling you, I watched. Every single Sorry, Giants no, game, I, I'm telling you, Blake I'm joking, dude. Is a solid I, player. I don't think Blake I don't, Martinez I don't know. is a bad player. I just don't think he's that good in rush defense. I think he's trash. Fair. You really gonna take that from Aaron Thomas? What I said. What I said. Still, Thomas, come at me, bro. What I said still hey, holds hey. true. He tackles eight to ten yards down the field for so, rush defense. So, so, so he was not Green the Bay issue. Packers. Okay, great. So the Green Bay Packers rushing defense is really bad. Why is that? Uh, I would say probably somewhat of the interior, but also their linebackers are not suited for rush defense, and they chose to ignore that in the draft. They lost How many tackles for a loss do they have? Anyway. Anyways. <laughs> Coming up next. Also, I wanted to bring up the fact that today they had a chance to get um, Will Fuller the fifth, and they decided that's not a good idea for their short-term chances. Well, I, I was so annoyed that at, at 3 p.m. what you said because he – no, sorry. I said why? Like, can you pontificate upon? No, that? I was going to say they disagreed on value. All the Texans won. The Texans won in second, which no I don't way. think is. Yeah. Yeah. No way. He's on my fantasy team. No way. Yeah. No, I agree. Maybe not the value, but you can work through this. The Packers uh, head office did not want to work through this because they did not think they needed Will Fuller, and which, that's a big issue because they have one wide receiver who's proven. That's it. Which I'm sorry. <laughs> Oh, never mind. Okay, I was gonna make a joke about how they got Deon or the they gave up DeAndre for a second and a fourth. That's why they wanted a second. But I forgot that Bill O'Brien's no longer there. So the, the bad man lost his job, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. The bad man's gone now. <laughs> the bad man's gone. <laughs> so are y'all done like arguing now, or can we like? Hey, no, we're done. Hey, can I, can I, I like Blake Martinez can I ask, a lot, guys? No, can I ask a question him. real quick? You guys didn't mean all those mean things you were saying to each other, did you? <laughs> what mean I'm pretty sure I mean was, everything that you I told, said. You had some very vulgar words towards him. Because I was trying to talk. And he it, said, shut up. In, in, in our podcast description, it says, should go to we're free speech best, jail. Shut up, Thomas. It says, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Thomas, shut the says, fuck up. It says, we are four best friends that love to talk about. And y'all are just like being so mean to one another right now. Hey, Aaron, will you shut the fuck up? I, I was trying to have absolutely. A, I was trying to have Yeah, Aaron, shut the fuck up. Thomas is talking. I was trying to like, get my point in. Do you like the affable Aaron? Saying the same thing over Affable over. Aaron is so accurate. <laughs> and still he's cutting him off. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> affable Aaron. So perfect. It's great. Great nickname. Brian, next week, uh, Brian, next week right, we'll be doing a uh, couple's counseling yes, with Thomas and Brian. <laughs> and Aaron and I will be hosting. Uh, we'll be doing a different setup. We'll have two couches. Aaron and I will be sitting on either side. Instead of can, between can Thomas two firms. be my emotional punching bag? You know, like that. I mean, he can be your physical punching bag. Yeah, for no, I, I know. That's what I meant. Yeah. That's what I meant. I, oh, we'll have boxing gloves for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. bruise oh, yes. easily. So you hemophiliac? No, I have cancer. Huh? That's great. No, I'm just kidding. That was not a funny joke to make at all. Doesn't, don't people that have cancer get bruised easily? 
the people with iron deficiencies. That then I have that. Okay. You're right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I made a cancer joke. Next time, think before you. Everybody's speak. really upset about the cancer joke. <laughs> Uh, to lighten this up, can we plug uh, Garrett's uh, Venmo account again so we can help him out? Yes. It's at C-R-O-W-E-G-C. Hey, Please send we, him for the, are, are for the boys, with, for the boys in the blue. Football? Help our buddy close. Or sorry, C-R-O-W-E-G-A. Are we done with football? Yeah. I think we're done with no, football. No, I actually had some CFL stuff I wanted to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> said nobody ever. Trevor Lawrence got COVID. All right, bye. <laughs> oh, the oh, yes. Canadian football. Oh, league. Canadian football. Sorry. Uh, yes, Trevor Lawrence got COVID. That's very sad. I think Clemson still. Did Boston College end up winning that game? No, or did they lose. No, they okay. lost. And they're gonna. Clemson's gonna win. Or gonna beat Notre Dame because they have another great quarterback. It sounds like. Yeah, I think uh, Trevor Lawrence gonna be back before that game though. I heard he wasn't going to be. You, you heard I think they did the same thing that the NFL did where it's 10 days or like they're following now the CDC guidelines where it's not 14 days of isolation anymore. It's, it's like, also two negative tests. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I, I have a question for you guys. I When I was driving over here, I was kind of reading and driving. So I didn't really like read the article. That sounds That's very not unsafe. It's not safe. <laughs> yeah. So I... I, uh, Thank you for endangering our, our listener base. You don't drive. So <laughs> I, I saw this. I guess you're our listeners. Listener base. I saw this, this article headline saying that uh, Andy Dalton is now in like COVID protocol. Like, yeah, yeah and they're what, tracing like the. I can't find anything that says that he has COVID. Yeah, they're just saying I don't see that he about that like everyone's now saying that he has COVID, but like nobody has confirmed what no, he has COVID. But or the not, headline but, says Andy Dalton in COVID protocol. Yeah, now trying to trace the source. So I'm like, okay, that isn't really say if he tested positive, but at the same time, says they're trying to trace the source. So like, what is that? Yeah, so what is going there's on? like a loophole now with the COVID list, like the COVID, like for the it's NFL, like, like it's not the it's not IR, but like they can put people on there for yeah, they like put a, them mini, on IR mini, for I, a mini mini yeah a mini IR. Um, but you don't have to have COVID so to be put they, on the list. They, 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 so I have no do, idea. Did they do this as a loophole for his concussion protocol? And I think so. So they can. That? I think they're doing it so they can bring Cooper Rush up from uh, practice squad without so having. So it's to, a roster move by default. Yeah. Okay. okay. I think so. I don't know though. I, didn't I was trying. I was trying to look through today to see if uh, he had actually tested positive or not, and I couldn't find anything where they're like, "Yeah, he has COVID." Gotcha. Hmm. Gotcha. Hey. Brian. All right, you're pulling up your phone. It's already there. You've got it. This is a uh, let's fucking go. Wait, what? Wait, what are you talking no, about? No, hey guys, hey guys. I hope you're parked in your couch, sitting back, low and so slow. I just want to say real quick. This is why. Ugly. This is why Aaron is the one that's <laughs> doing transitions because you literally just said, "Hey, Brian." Let's go. You got it. Let's go. Nobody knows what the hell you're talking about. So, so sometimes we talk about you know bad things that happen in the world that are sports related. <laughs> so, if you're not already sitting down, take a seat, open up a cold one, make sure you have another one lined up. Or if you don't drink, open up an apple juice. Oh, I said something. a cold one. Oh, okay. That could be yeah. a San Pellegrino. I'm talking about Mountain Dew, baby. Get some high C, motherfucker. <laughs> our our buddy, Doctor Owen, the fucking home run champ for. I don't even know. Brian, take it away. Got buddy. free drinks. So, I don't. I don't have a name for this yet. But right Sean, now we're gonna play. We're gonna play with uh, Sean. You're 19. That's I'm great. talking about Mountain Dew, babe. <laughs> That's great. Um, it's gonna be just uh, Brian's pieces of shit in sports today. Oh my god. Uh, I don't have a list? name. Well, no, no. I feel like this is something I'm probably gonna periodically bring up. So this is I one, like this. this is one character. This is this like is a... one person. Okay. And that, that's okay. what's happened over this last week. 
Uh, I'm going to start this with like uh, periodically going to highlight people, players, or organizations, etc., that exemplify the opposite of sportsmanship. Huh. The dregs of society who happen to uh, be gifted, whether that's athletically, managerial, or just a sporting organization that has been a cornerstone for a while. Cough. Washington, not r- racially changed slur name. Uh, charged slur names or anything like that. The Washington Washingtons. Yeah. And uh, float up to the surface like the turd that won't flush. (laughs) I had one of those this morning. Yeah. Same. Today I'm looking at the Arizona Coyotes. That's NHL, fourth round uh, draft pick. Real real quick, are they a good franchise? No. Okay, fair. All right, carry on. Uh, The Arizona Coyotes' fourth round draft pick, Mitchell Miller a player that slipped in the draft because of a juvenile bullying court case in 2016. On October 29th, the Coyotes uh, uh, renounced his rights after more surfaced about his bullying case. Miller had uh, bullied Isaiah Meyer Crothers, a developmentally disabled black classmate. Normally, I wouldn't highlight the victim and what Miller saw as an opportunity for abuse, but it provided some context to the things that Miller subjected uh, Isaiah to. Besides constant racial racial epithets and slurs thrown at Isaiah by Miller and constant physical assaults and the knowledge that he was a star hockey player and getting away with literal torture of a mentally disabled individual and the anguish that comes with that for Isaiah. But one of the worst things Miller did was he took a piece of candy, like a sucker, and wiped it around a bathroom urinal and gave it to Isaiah as a sorry for being mean to him. What a the sort of fuck? peace offering. Not only did Isaiah have to get tested for Hep B, HIV, and other STDs, this was a kid with developmental issues who was aware of what was happening to him, and uh, was being—he was being tormented by the popular jock who kept getting away with this. Till, uh, till this incident with the candy, in which case a police investigation started. Mitchell uh, Mitchell Miller did submit an apology. Uh, to all 31 NHL teams, which I will read, by the way. Uh, but after some uh, more research was done by the Arizona Coyotes, they vacated their pick, and the University of North Dakota cut him from the team. Miller's apology is as follows. I am sh- extremely sorry about the bullying incident that occurred in 2016. I was young, immature, and feel terrible about my actions. At the time, I did not understand the gravity of my actions and how they can affect other people. Did you notice that? He never addressed Isaiah by his name, the victim. He never addressed those actions. He only addressed the regret that was ruining his life. Those actions, uh, or stuff that was ruining his uh, life, those actions. um, Wow, I messed that up. They should garnish this motherfucker's paychecks for the first. What paychecks? I thought he was playing pro for the club. No, no, he just got got rejected. Okay. They they renounced his rights. He's going to prison. if If he ever plays again, garnish those fucking How old is this guy? How old is he now? How old is this bozo? I think he's 19 or 20 now. He, I mean, this was during high school. But it's just... He knows right from wrong. He needs uh, to go to the... Sounds yeah, like a real and, jerk. Um, you know, God... No. Joni God Ma- says not to judge. <laughs> that's, that's his... Nathaniel, go. Judge. No. Please do it. Let's do it. Wait till later. <laughs> do your bit. Uh, Joni Meyer Crothers has also uh, added, Mitchell has yet to apologize to her son. Mitchell Miller, you're a douche canoe and a piece of shit. <laughs> oh my God. And I hope you can learn from this and grow as an individual. But young kids should not look up to you. Your on-ice uh, acumen should not be celebrated till you realize what and why your actions have led to. I agree, dude. Oh, That's awful. Him a douche canoe. 
what would you he call that man? Canoe. What would you seriously? He well, he has no actual regret except that he's lost a chance in the league right now. That's basically his apologies. <laughs> his apology sounds like an apology of an eighteen or nineteen year old. What that a has. fucking prick. Brian, I disagree to some degree. I know the good book says, "Judge not, <laughs> lest ye be judged." But I'm, I just need to come out and say it. This guy sounds like a real jerk. <laughs> and to be honest. Sounds like he's on thin ice here. <laughs> see, see, Thomas, that's a good hockey joke. That's a good hockey joke. But you let me lightning. No, joke? man, that's that's awful though. Honestly, uh, and so he was. When was he supposed to be drafted? Uh, yeah, he was drafted this year. Okay, but he was going to play uh, a little bit more with University of North Dakota to develop. That's part of the reason. So, kind of like baseball, you can draft yeah. someone, keep their rights, even though they're going to go to college, and develop probably further. So he could have been drafted higher, but part of the reason he was dropped in the draft was he was still a developmental player and a, this juvenile bullying case. Yeah. No, I mean, I think they made the right call there. And I think it's more about, like, what came to light recently is his apology, which is... Well, it sounded like complete horseshit. It's, it's, it's like, it was so insincere. It's 100%. I'm submitting this just because I realize I have to. Yeah. There's like no, it sounded like no remorse there or anything like that. And, you know, you have Isaiah's mother coming forward and saying he still has yet to apologize to Especially him. Especially even like all, okay, so I'm sorry, dude. That's like that's super psychopathic kind of stuff to be like, I'm going to give you an I'm sorry gift and it be just another form of bullying. Yeah. I mean, I, I want to make it clear. This kid is not like uh legally retarded or anything like that he's yeah. just developmentally challenged. Yes. he's a slower individual so he has comprehension of what's going on yeah he just you know he trusts a little bit more. still though he's a little even bit, if you were to do that to somebody yeah. that isn't like is we'll say completely like on track with everything academically they don't have any yeah, developmental no, it's, issues it's really horrible it's just yeah. horrible regardless it's this is a bad look all around yeah it's very sad and unfortunate and you subject a kid to that kind of like medical testing just because of like something stupid and just something yeah, that that's, he, that's that's so like as a kid when you have a hard time comprehending things not necessarily like to a certain like drastic like level but you have to go to the doctor's office i mean that's dramatic in, in itself yeah. like oh why am i having blood drawn oh because yeah. of it like that's so embarrassing and sad yeah oh, man that sucks he's a douche canoe well put douche canoe i think that's a very uh You're letting him off a little bit there, Brian. I'm sorry. We can add to this. I mean, I have much harsher words than I would like. Like I said, I'm this. I'm still working like on a the real ti- jerk. I'm, I'm working on the title of this segment. Uh, segment. So, Doctor Owens, uh, real jerks. Doctor Owens. No, because that's taking Nathaniel's thing. No, Doctor Owen. Let's see. Should we do I think this? Doctor Owen. Deplorable. No, Doctor Owen. Canoes. No, I was. <laughs> I was gonna say Doctor Owen. Uh, Moral imperatives? No, I was going to do something about like violating uh, patient, con- uh, patient news. doctor. Mookie conf- Betts wins a Golden Glove. What? How's no, that's that not breaking, breaking news? news. They give out oh. one for every position. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry. I just saw. No, if they had like MVP or something like that, <laughs> yeah, that would be breaking news. <laughs> sorry. Yeah, literally every position in baseball. Actually, both AL oh. and NL uh, get gold. Breaking gloves. news: You Darvis just got the Roberto Clemente Award. That's that's my segment, Brian. A great segment. I love you. I'm sorry we yelled earlier. I just yeah. really like Blake Martinez, and I'm a homer. 
and I will continually be a homer into our next segment, which would be huge basketball shorts, 22 X's in a row, jump shots all in all. Hey, I'm Scott Van Pelt. This is a very special... So we just lost the rights to this. This is a very special episode of Huge Basketball Shorts. It is a joint episode between myself, your presidential pimp, Thomas May, and the affable Aaron... And the crowd Mason. And we will... This we, will in. we will include Brian... Doctor, I'm sorry. Doctor Brian Owen and uh, Nart. When appropriate. But Aaron Mason and, and myself have collectively, separately... Um, <laughs> Put together no. our 15 greatest basketball players of all time. You guys have not discussed this pr- beforehand. No, no, we have not. Because anyway. Nathaniel and I are going to do that. So there was a conversation like at Nathaniel's house on Sunday when we we're talking about this segment, and Thomas kept on engaging me and engaging me and engaging me. Dude, just hold it, just hold it, just you know, to pee really bad. Like, hey, that was. I okay. I'm guilty of being an engager. I'm hey, sorry. Man, I, I love it, but I'm an engager. Wait, have you announced what what this is yet? Yes, I, I have. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, I might have missed it. Muggsy Bogues, top three? No! Top three? No. no. Top six? Get out of here with this Muggsy Bogues shit. Okay. Dude, he's the who, greatest six man do ever. You wanna go 15, do you want to go first with your 15th? I, I think I think what we should do is go around the table and do a little like... Because <laughs> I asked if Muggsy Bogues was a top three player. Anyways. Said, no! I think we should go around the table and ask the guys who they're taking through on three on the blacktop. <laughs> okay. I so wait, are you asking? Are you asking like um, if we had to pick one three, like one team of three? Yeah, if you're mm-hmm. if you're if you're gonna pick your own team of three players to represent you as the okay. coach, if I'm playing NBA Street Ball, yes, it's it's pretty much NBA Street. Yeah. Nathaniel go first, then Brian, then Aaron, and then I'll go. Okay. Wait, oh, three people. You're gonna go. Yeah, first. You're, oh. you're picking your NBA Street starting three. And so we're playing like street rules, right? Do, do you want me to go first? Because the steals are, no. are aggressive. I mean, sure, uh, yes. Three on three, half court basketball. Not make you take it. Uh, Let's skip I mean, the Michael, Michael Jordan, okay. uh, LeBron James, Kareem Abdul Jabbar. Okay. I'm taking Kareem, Bill <laughs> Russell, and Michael Jordan. <laughs> I'm probably gonna take all the rebounds. <laughs> all right. I'm probably gonna take Steve, Steve Nash, Shaq, and then what the fuck, Aaron? <laughs> Larry Bird. Wow. What, what? What the fuck? What? So I'm like, no, no hold on. What the fuck? What? That team would actually no. Be, that would be a great would be team. good. I wasn't thinking That's about. I wasn't thinking team. about you just filling out like Except, all the positions. You know, but, I'm gonna yeah. get all the rebounds. Yeah, I'm thinking ever. about like a facilitator, yeah, a no. rebounder, and a shooter. Like, I wasn't thinking about so, that. I was just thinking like, hey, like <laughs> Wait, we're playing like again? street ball. Uh, I said Steve Nash, Shaquille O'Neal, and Larry Bird. Okay, so I'm taking I'm taking Steph Curry, LeBron James, and Shaquille O'Neal. You can't take Shaquille because I already took him. All right, I'll take Hakeem Olajuwon. Wait, I took Kareem. Okay, that's fair. I took, yeah, I'll take, yeah, a, took no, Kareem. I took I'm Kareem. actually okay with Hakeem Olajuwon. I'm going to take Hakeem Olajuwon. Okay, I, mean, so I didn't know you couldn't pick the same people. Yeah, if we couldn't pick the same people, I would have taken Hakeem Olajuwon. So. Too late. 
No, you came after me in this order. <laughs> Mr. Chance, bro. All right, because I was wondering why you guys weren't taking Michael Jordan. I'm going to say, because he's a ball hog, dude. Yeah, he's exactly. a ball hog. Yeah, but he's a ball hog. I got two people that are getting rebounds for him and just no. tossing it out to Michael Jordan. If you get the That's rebound, not you're, how probably, that works. No, you're probably going to slam dunk it after you get said rebound. Say, boom. Now he needs a triangle out. offense. He needs Scottie Pippen. <laughs> Triangles, um, triangles. Oh, it's all geography. I think Bill Russell can figure out the triangle <laughs> offense. <laughs> hey, so do you want to go? Do you want to start your 15, or do you want me to start? Wait, first of all, you guys have to rate all of our decisions, and you can't rate your own. I'm going to give you a one. I'm going to give Brian a one. I'm going to give Aaron a one, and I'm going to give myself a five. Okay. Wow, you heard it here. <laughs> Thomas is a narcissistic <laughs> asshole. <laughs> Good luck getting rebounds against my team. Uh, I'll go next. I'm With giving uh, all of you guys ones and myself five. I'm giving all you guys fives and myself right. one. I'm so oh, I was thinking we're going to all do Affable. this, then we're going to average Actually, them together. Since Aaron said that, I'm going to give him a five. I'm going to give myself a five. I'm going to give you a five. I'm going to give yeah. you a five. I'm fucking Oprah. Yes, we all get stars. Yeah. <laughs> I'm fucking Oprah. <laughs> That's one of the funniest things you've ever said. I honestly think whoever wins Alaska park, wins Brian? this entire election. I am going election. to start what? off the 15 greatest basketball players of all time just because Wait, I want to get so started. so you guys didn't have the same sort, can you do by fives, batches of fives? Yeah, why don't you guys go one for one? Yeah, we're going to go one that. for one. Okay, okay, that works too. I think we'll probably have overlapping, especially towards the end. But um, my number 15 greatest basketball player of all time is uh, one of only two players on my list that is currently active. He's a two-time back-to-back MVP winner. There are six players. Oh, my God. There are six players with two. And Can I four guess of this? them. Yeah, this it. is the whole it's point. Kevin Durant. Okay. There are six players with two, and four of them got them back-to-back, which would be Tim Duncan, 2002, 2003. <laughs> Steve Nash, 2005, 2006. Wait, we're this going player. One one. And he, really? Yes. And uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo, 2019, 2020. Oh, no, this is Steph Curry. Yeah, that's what I thought. Boom, you got yeah. it. Is that was Stephen my guess. Curry. When she said Kevin Durant, I was like, Oh, I thought you were I thought it was Steph list. Curry. Well, yeah. Well, I was no, back, no, back no. to back MVPs. Yeah. I was like, I don't think Durant's gotten back to back MVPs. No, he hasn't. So, not a stat, but I have stats to prove this. He is the greatest shooter of all time. A fun fact Steph Curry is 32 years old. That's false. He is only three years younger than LeBron James, but somehow has garnered the attention of Generation Z as being the new LeBron James in terms of popularity, jersey sales, all those kinds of things. He owns the record for most threes in a season with 402. James Harden Jesus. owns the second spot with 378. Steph- whoa, whoa, whoa. Say those again. Four. Uh, Steph Curry owns the most uh, three-pointers in a season with 402. James Harden oh. is second. With 378. That's crazy. Here's the even crazier part. Steph owns the third most, the fourth most, the seventh most, the tenth most, and the 19th most. His teammate, Clay Thompson, owns most of the other ones. Has nothing on Wayne Gretzky's stats. (laughs) We'll get get to yours. Tiger Woods. (laughs) We'll get to Tiger as well. Uh, He also owns the most made threes in an NBA playoffs with 98, which is unfucking believable just just know that is unbelievable. He's third all-time in three-pointers made behind Reggie Miller and Ray Allen and he is only back 478 a record which he will no doubt break and sprint 
past. As his ability, is, as this particular ability is one that typically gets better, not worse with age. Uh, a fun fact: Does anyone know where Steph Curry was born? Oakland, United States of America. That is correct. Indiana. He was born in Akron, Ohio. Do you know where LeBron James was born? Akron, oh, Ohio. Akron, Ohio. You Weird. You didn't give me a chance to guess. Do you know where the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is? Canton, Ohio. No, that's the NFL Hall of Fame. Okay, there we go. <laughs> Aren't they across the street from each other? Are they? Yeah, I think the, uh, Are they the really? Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is in, in Canada, too. So yeah. your number 15 is James Harden, right? <laughs> no, it was he, Kevin Durant, the only guy to have back-to-back MVPs. Oh. <laughs> a few, a few more accolades for Steph. He's Jesus also a three-time Christ. NBA champion. We're gonna be in here for like two hours if you have like a synopsis for every player like this. He is a six-time All-Star and was part of the winningest team in NBA history, the 2015-2016 Golden State Warriors, that went 73 and nine. But not a one win better than 95 and 96. I don't think we'll go like this every time because we'll probably have overlapping players. Because uh, I'm definitely not. What's your 15? Okay, so this is all like lists are subjective, right? So I think some of the key factors in this was players that influenced me as a kid that I watched from highlight reels I that I wasn't great. able to be alive to see, players that I saw that influenced me. And I think I have a pretty bit like a, I have a respect for you know, uh, like the non-traditional fours and five players that um, end up running and facilitating the point and also playing down low efficiently. I also considered. Um, you know, efficiency rating. So I went to pro basketball reference and I picked players that have their average efficiency rating is 15. I picked players that have efficiency rating over 20. And there's also, um, they had some factors that went in for their whole careers, how many games they single-handedly won for their team. So I contributed that as well when I generated my list. We did this very differently, just so you know. I know. I love it. It's okay. Okay. I already think Aaron did it better. (laughs) Got him. Cool. You're right. I'm sorry. (laughs) Anyways, I don't think that's honest. We'll see. We'll see. Okay, number 15, I have Dirk Nowitzki. And that's all I'm going to say. Okay, so I will say Dirk Nowitzki is number 14 for me. So we can skip my number 14 because you're going to talk to your... Oh, it's going to be way more efficient. Awesome. Exactly. Okay, so number 15 Dirk for me was Nowitzki. Dirk. Okay, number 14 for me was Tim Duncan. Oh, he's much higher for me. Wow. But that's okay. Let's talk about Dirk real quick. Higher or lower? I mean, like... Way higher. Like he's on your list? Way. way As in, like, higher. he's, or you he's have him closer to plus number 15. one. Oh, okay. He's in my top... He's in my top ten, I'll say that. He is the greatest defensive player of all time. He's one of them, yes. No, I just was confused by the high-low thing. Like, higher to me, it would be, like, Way. above above 15. So I was like, I so you don't even have much away. So Dirk is my number 14. Dirk is yeah. your number 15. Yeah. Let's talk about Dirk Nowitzki, our favorite, I would say, my favorite basketball player of all time as a Matt Everest fan. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's undisputable that he revolutionized, like, the – the conventional role of a seven footer. We can Absolutely. say that. It, his first three years in the, in the league, he not only like played the five role, but he also was driving in the paint, posterizing people, like dunking on people, and then he had to change his game like LeBron did, probably four or five times to yep. stay relevant in the league. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Quick question. Mm-hmm. You might hit on it later. Did he also not like uh, reopen like the European side of basketball? He He's did. the greatest Euro player of all time. He's well, not the no, greatest I, ba- I, white I, player I'm of all time. Talking about like as an or, ambassador, as like yes, more players are playing because of billion. Dirk. If it percent. wasn't for Dirk, you wouldn't have Divock. You wouldn't have Stoyakovic. Stoy- yeah. yeah, you wouldn't have Doncic. Doncic. Yeah. Porzingis. Yeah, you wouldn't have any of those guys. Christopolis. He is <laughs> exactly. yes. He is probably the best. Euro player, he's not the best, in my opinion, not the best uh, non, uh, not the best foreign-born players because 
Kobe and Hakeem are in, involved in that conversation as well. But um, he is the greatest Euro European player of all time. It's not even close. And minute ball. Minute ball is not in any anywhere close to any of these conversations. Where he's not in the top one hundred. Uh, just oh. so you know, neither is the other. What was the guy? Uh, the Bowl short Bowl? guy. The short guy you keep talking about. Muggsy Bogues. Muggsy Bogues. I'm sorry. He's not in the top 100. Yeah, I mean, just so you guys know. Yeah. So I had Dirk He's at 15. <laughs> you had Dirk at 14. 14. And what's your 14? Uh, 14 is Dirk. So okay. I have more uh, information on Dirk, though. So he is uh, a one-time MVP, one-time champion, and finals MVP. He's from Germany. He's from Germany. Is he from West or he East sh- Germany? It should be known that he's from Yurtsburg. I don't know where the fuck that is. Um. <laughs> well, it doesn't matter because when he was, I think when he was, no, actually, he, he was born, he was in born the after 80s. the fall. So it, it he was, was born was, in the 80s. That wasn't the fall. I said before. So yeah. he, uh, I just said after, before the fall. So I think he was in Western Germany because he was able to travel internationally and play for tennis competitions. Yeah, he played tennis as well. Good, good shit. And for handball. Yes, he's West German. Yeah. He should it's have won Versenberg. finals in 2006 if, if it wasn't rigged. Uh, he's a 14-time All-Star, tied for all, fourth all-time with Carl Malone, Jerry West, and Michael Jordan. He's the only point uh, power forward and or big to win th- the NBA three-point contest. He is sixth all-time in scoring, fifth all-time in defensive rebounds, second-best free-throw percentage in NBA Finals history, 82 consecutive free-throws made, third-best streak all-time. Uh, and all uh, the other players on this list are scrubs. Uh, 26 consecutive free throws made in the NBA Finals, an all-time record. Also owns a record for most free throws in a playoff with 206. One of three players with the 30,000, 10,000, uh, 30,000 points, 10,000 rebounds, 3,000 assists, 1,000 steals, and 1,000 blocks. Uh, one of three players with 1,000 threes and 1,000 blocks for a career. One of only eight players in the 50-40-90 club, uh, which is the elite shooting club. Other members are Larry Bird, Steph Curry, Reggie Miller, Kevin Durant, Steph Curry. I said Steph Curry twice. Weird. Uh, not a stat, but most um, unguardable, unbeatable shot of all time is one foot fadeaway. And I think Dirk would say his favorite accomplishment, most seasons played with the same team with 21 he is tied for second all-time in most season played with Robert Parrish, Kevin Willis, and – oh, I'm sorry. Give me one second. Kevin Willis and Kevin Garnett, a record that was broken this year by Vince Carter. That is why he's number 14 for me. Um, what is your 14th? I'm sorry. He's my favorite player ever. I had a lot. I'm just going to say, I don't have the attention span to go like this in depth with every <laughs> single player. I have a lot to say. I, I, we – can we not? Let's do a little paraphrasing, huh? <laughs> we can run through a lot can of these people. Not? Okay. So I said my 14 was Tim Duncan. Okay. Yeah. I have a lot to say about Tim Duncan. I know you do. And you can, so you can, you can, you can get can, that yeah. later. Yeah. So 14 is my Tim Duncan. What's your 13? My 13 is Hakeem Olajuwon. Uh, he is my 9. Okay. Then okay. who's your 13? My 13 is uh, John Stockton. Is he on your list? He is not. John Stockton. He is the all-time assist leader with 15,806. Okay. <laughs> and Steph Curry somewhere in there, too. <laughs> no, he's not in any way. No. Uh, perhaps this record requires some context. Uh, John Stockton is also in the top five of games played with 1,504. He is also all-time leader in steals. Jason Kidd is, again, in second place. Jason Kidd is the second in assists. He's a 10-time All-Star, one-time All-Star, MVP, nine-time, and nine times in a row assists leader, 1988-1997, two-time steals leader, one of the few all-time players that played his entire career with one team, the Utah Jazz, from 1984 to 2003. 
he made and played in the playoffs in every single year with the exception of his rookie season. He made the finals uh, made the finals two years in a row, 1997 and 1998, which he both lost to the uh, Chicago Bulls. He would finish his career average a double-double, 13 points and 10 assists per game, also with 2.2 steals per game. Oh, and because his crazy assist numbers, he also owns the most points responsible for. Points responsible for would be like points including assists. Yeah. If that makes sense. So he's my number 13. I tried to go as fast as I possibly could with him. Um, Who's your number 12? So my number 12 is a player that does not have um, probably the notoriety he deserves in terms of like championships, that being none. Um, So my number 12 is Chris Paul. Chris CP3 is my number 12. Here we fucking go. He's not on my list at all. Really? Let's go. John Stockton's not on mine either. Guys, I love this. That's okay. that's honestly crazy. Yeah, right. <laughs> Out of all the players that ever play basketball, like there's one. I'm sitting I here think like that's solid. I'm like, I'm I think like, that's wow. a solid. Uh, Brian, Brian, are you flabbergasted by this as well? I'm a little no, bit. All right, let's I think go. So, okay. here, here, one second. So, so no, I think this is excellent. Per- this so is what I, I was thought, looking forward I thought, to. I thought one of my my biggest factors for this pick is yeah, he hasn't had a championship, but um, the second factor playing into the to the biggest role for this is that nearly two out of ten of his games. He attributes single-handedly to them winning. Two no, out of ten. Twenty percent of his games, he's a single-hand yeah. contributor to their win. I will tell you, there were several. When I say several, I mean seven players I wanted to put on this list but couldn't. Yeah. And Chris Paul, by far, was one of those players. So really, do you have I mean, any he other? He averages almost ten assists per game Dude, in his he, whole career. He's one of the greatest point guards of all time. He's a winner. He. He has a weird. He's a very Jordan esque attitude he does. about winning, and he hasn't been put in a situation too that's conducive towards winning. No, I totally agree. Yeah, and it's sad to see that he's probably going to go and he's probably going to fade out. He might have a Jason Kidd, Jason Kidd like, like revival where he goes to like, to a random team that's suited to uh, win a championship. Like the Mavericks, possibly. Here, here is something interesting about. Um, uh, uh, Chris Paul that will be fun for this season is that I, I think he is going to get traded and I think he's going to get traded to a team that is good I don't know who it's going to be but I think here in the next month or so do you think if he goes to Golden State if he goes to Golden State I don't know they if that's, might be able to like, I don't think that's the team no I think it's more like a Milwaukee Bucks Milwaukee or a Dallas or Mavericks the, the Miami Heat Maybe I don't think so. Okay, but maybe those are the literally those are the three teams. I think the the Heat are the third one. I think the Mavericks are the second one. I think the Bucks are the number one one. Okay, but I I think I love that pick. You said I your number that. twelve was John Stockton, right? My number twelve is Oscar Robertson. Oscar Robert. Okay, is he on your yeah. list at all? So I I flirted with that, and he's not. All right, yeah. so Mr. Triple Double uh, played from nineteen sixty till nineteen seventy with the Cincinnati Royals. Oh, I did which became that. the Casey Royals, mm-hmm. and then the uh, in nineteen eighty five the, the Sacramento Kings. Correct. He was then uh, traded the Milwaukee Bucks and would immediately win a championship with the then named Lou Alcindor. Uh, Oscar is a one time MVP, nineteen sixty four, two twelve time All Star. He's a Rookie of the Year in nineteen sixty one. One of five players to have his number tired with more than one team. Okay, before you get like all in depth on this analysis, with two teams. What do you mean? How close is Russell? Russell. I'm getting Westbrook. into this. Okay. Yeah. 
He was a six-time assist leader, which is good for third all-time. Bob Cousy did it eight times, and Stockton did it nine times. He is probably famous, thank you, Brian, uh, for his current, but surely to be broken either by Russell Westbrook or I am serious about this, Luka Doncic. Hmm. Hmm. But he, at this moment, has the most triple doubles all-time with 181. For reference, Oscar played 14 seasons. Westbrook has played 12 and Westbrook has 146. He had 41 in a season. One more, Westbrook did. One more than Oscar Robertson did. And they are both the only two players to average a triple-double for a season. To give reference to Luka Doncic and why I believe that he's probably the only other player other than Russell Westbrook, Russell Westbrook Gets that could. Russell Westbrook. Okay, go. Um, <laughs> that that will that it has the trajectory to get towards that. Uh, Luka Doncic has played two seasons and already has 25, which is good for 18th all time. So, out of curiosity, um, is this one of those records that for a long time people thought would stand the test of time, and now Correct. it's coming down? Correct. Is there any other record like that you think in um, tons? So the NBA is kind and of we'll get through, into them going through a renaissance of record breaking. No. Uh, Stockton's assist, I don't think that'll ever be broken. But you just said you don't think Robertson's will, but now you do. I literally just said that Robertson's would be. I know. I'm saying for the longest time, people said this is a record that's probably not going to be broken. Okay. But it will be. Yes. But yeah, Stockton's assists won't be. Like the two people that are active that are close to it is Chris Paul and LeBron James. And they're, they're essentially neck and neck. Uh, Chris Paul and LeBron James, and I think they're like 3,000 behind Stockton. I actually Jesus. have this written down. Uh, no, I'm sorry. They are 6,000 behind Stockton. Jesus. Is there anybody that has <laughs> This guy a- sounds like a real team player. Stockton's awesome. It's my favorite Gretzky stat. Absolutely. Yes. Gretzky, if you, same If you take deal. away all his exactly. goals, he's still the point leader with assists. With assists. Yep. Or uh, points responsible for Or goals responsible for Yeah. No, they absolutely. just call it points. But. So, uh... Who is your number 11, Mr. Aaron Mason, the affable? Yeah, so I had a hard time with this one because um, two of these guys are perennial rebounders, so I was kind of tossing up uh, between uh, Charles Barkley and Dennis Rodman, and I was like, okay, which one do I go with? And so I had to go with the guy that literally had to have a rule made for him because of the whole three-second <laughs> the paint thing. So my number eleven is Charles Barkley, who averaged before or you know before and after that rule eleven point seven rebounds a game, twenty two point one points a game, and four, almost four assists per game. Also shooting fifty four percent from the field and twenty twenty six percent from the three. An undersized number four at six six two hundred and fifty two pounds. That motherfucker had some ups, and for being a doughboy, he was able to make. Brian wants happen. to interject now, for now, some yeah. reason. Now, Thomas, before you get to this, Charles Barkley, you'd say is a top five golfer of all time, right? Absolutely. Okay, just just checking to make sure. So Charles Barkley is not on my list. Really? I thought hard about it, but I put Steph Curry and Dirk Nowitzki on it instead because <laughs> I like them more. But uh, it's, it's subjective. It doesn't matter. I mean, but he absolutely deserves to be on this list. Okay. Uh, Jerry West is another player that probably deserves to be on my list and is not. And I will go ahead and say that in front. 
but you took um, the guy that's on the NBA yes, logo. Yes, the logo. Off. Yes, I understand. It. I just didn't feel like he deserved to be on this list personally. Not even that, but he didn't even consider the guy from Space Jam yeah. to be on that list. He'd even say top one hundred. Michael well, Jordan, two people. Think, I no, I was look. talking about Charles Barkley and Muzzy uh, <laughs> Boggs and Sean Bradley. Honestly, Sean Bradley's awful that player. Is three people. He made it on a Space Jam. <laughs> all time bad player. Um, the Monstars disagree. Charles Barkley, all time great player. What one of with Dirk, maybe the most underrated two players ever, in my opinion. Absolutely, I, I think more people know him for being on TNT than they know Agreed. him for being a player. Like, in the Jordan era in the '90s, there were three good players, like really, really good. Well, I'm going to say four. There were four really, really good players in the '90s. Yeah, it was Jordan. Okay. Barkley. Okay. Elijah Wan okay. and Pippen. Okay, so I was, about thinking, that, I was uh, thinking about that I, with my list, and Pippen didn't even make my list. So no, he doesn't deserve to be on the and, top uh, you know, fifteen. But he, even though, because they won a championship right without Jordan, so that that was that's my huge conundrum is like, okay, if he takes over that leadership role, even with the whole that, the whole like contract that went to shit, and he he got that that championship, I had a very hard time not putting him on there, but. Yeah, I, that's, I'm that's a part of a conversation we're gonna have in another podcast, which is the Jordan versus LeBron conversation, okay. where inter- Pippen is like an all-time great player. I'm interjecting with your '90s. You're not gonna put Patrick Ewing, Clyde the Glide, He's the fifth one. Clyde, no, absolutely not. Rockets are the ones. Drexler, that- yes, yeah, with Elijah Wan, yes. Okay, <laughs> okay. So who's your but- number eleven, Thomas? Uh, okay, I will. I'm going to talk about my number eleven. <laughs> No, I just I just disagree. I'm sorry. I'm very passionate about this. I'm sorry, Brian. Uh, so number 11 is a very difficult one for me. This is not a stat, but this is probably the most dominant player of all time. He could have been the best, but never took his sport seriously, often showing up to preseason camp out of shape and always seemed more interested in being liked over being a great player, often butting heads. With his longtime teammate and longtime rival, Shaquille O'Neal. Shaquille O'Neal. Shaq's greatness to me <laughs> is the eye test personified. A combination of unmatched size and speed. He is a four time NBA champion, three time NBA Finals MVP, 15 time All Star. Three-time All-Star MVP, tied for third most. You forgot the free throw percentage. And Oh, I'll get to that. I will fucking get to that shit. And one of the 13 players to win this multiple times, he's a Rookie of the Year. Two-time scoring leader, eighth all-time in points, eighth all-time in blocks, sixth all-time in offensive rebounds. And I want to say this because he routinely, he routinely rebounded offensively, and it would piss me the fuck off because I hate the two teams he played with in his prime, and because I'm sure this would come up, he is third all-time in free-throw attempts, but he is actually not the worst free-throw shooter of all time, but he is statistically the fourth worst, finishing with 52.7% for his career from the line. He is not uh, first in any category, but Shaq is first in our hearts. And in gold bond appearances. Oh, apparently not in your heart because he's number 10 on your list. Or, or 11. 11. He's number 11. <laughs> nah, Shaq. I love Does Shaq so much. He's so fucking funny. He's uh, so great. No, I love I see, his I personality. Yeah, I, see I, miss that, I miss that reality show where he was like a cop. And the general. For a couple of years. Oh, and the general. Dude, yeah. I love Shaq so much. No, Shaq is like one of the Most best, lovable. Yes, most lovable, greatest I'm not personalities. That. I'm just saying it's, it's just like the random thing. He's the Peyton he Manning of basketball. 
I, I would agree. He really is. No, like I think that's accurate. Yeah, yeah. that's absolutely him and, accurate. Both him and Chuck, I'd say, but yeah, yeah. I think definitely Shaq has capitalized on it more. Like he's done more of the, I'm you telling know, you, spokesman spokesman role than the you know announcer or commentary role. Shaq, I I tell you, man, he could have been the best of all time if he had taken it seriously. He never did, um, and he totally rejected Kobe's like brash style, but. Anyway, who's your number 11? Oh, my number 10. God, I was You're on number 10? Yeah, my number 10 is Shaq. So I'm going to move on okay. to... I, I've got my number 10 if you want to do that. I'm going to move on to my number 10. Or No, no, my number 10 is... Did I already say my number 11? Yeah, my number 11 was Charles Barkley. And my number 10 is Shaq. Your number 11 was Shaq. Shaq. My so, number 10, uh, can I say it? Yeah, go for it. It's uh, Wilt Chamberlain. Okay, my number nine is Wilt Chamberlain, so you just take the floor. All right, great. So um, <laughs> We're, I think that's three players that we've been off Wilt, by one pick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I figured this was going to happen. So um, Wilt is interesting. He's like uh, probably my least favorite player on this list, but he absolutely needs to be in the conversation. He is the He's an 11-time rebounding champion, which is a record. The second most is seven held by Dennis Rodman, which is bizarre to me, but it happened. The worm. Yeah. Absolutely, that's exactly what Dennis Rodman would do. What would also make sense is that he is the all-time leader in rebounds with twenty-three, uh, with two thousand three hundred and four. Second would be Bill Russell, which was his nemesis throughout mm-hmm. the sixties and seventies. He owns a record for most points in a game, famously, with one hundred. However, that stat is somehow not enough to give context because, much like Steph Curry's three-point statistics, Wilt also owns the third most points in a game, seventy-eight, fourth most which he did twice, 73. He owns the 7th, 10th, 13th, 15th, 19th, and 20th most points in a game. He also, oddly enough, one of the worst free throw shooters. Third worst percentage all time at 51%. If you want to know the worst free throw percentage is Ben Wallace for context. He is the only center in history to lead the league in assists. Is that, can I ask a question real quick? Yeah. Is that uh, with some type of... Uh, qualifier as no, far as he just was bad. No, but I'm saying no. I'm saying like so. Ben, you said Ben Wallace is the worst, but I'm saying is that like minimum a certain amount of attempts? Un, I don't have a qual. No, Besides, so I'm saying like because so, somebody come in and literally players, do four. Yeah, no, that's a good <laughs> okay. point. Uh, both those players played a lot. I bet the the stats I pulled for this was a minimum. But, yeah. Like besides five hundred attempts, Kareem aren't most tall people really bad at free throws. You know that Kareem is good at free throws. He yeah. was. Uh, it was a seventy-three percent free throw. I shooter. know, but aren't most tall people? Yes. Yeah. Dirk, not me. That's why I said Dirk and Tim Duncan. Well, Dirk's a pure Dirk shooter. Dirk and Tim Duncan, great free throw shooters. Dirk, an all-time free throw shooter. Oh, I think Dirk was so good at the free throw because his because he he adjusted his arc to be behind his head. And most bigs go from the front and out versus back and out, and that's perfect. The trajectory on his ball was a lot different than Clay the Thompson, conventional six nine to seven footer. Clay Thompson and Dirk Nowitzki, the best shots. I think that's why ever. Dirk averaged over eighty eight percent on his free throws. I always read that they that. weren't always as good, but once they moved away from <laughs> shooting free throws granny style, they instantly started. <laughs> That's what Wilt's famous for. I know. Oh, you know that? Yes. Okay, great. Yeah, so Wilt's famous for the green yes. shot. <laughs> Thanks for that. Um, <laughs> That's my contribution so to this basketball conversation. <laughs> so, <laughs> Wilt is the only center in history to lead the league. He's really the only uh, quote-unquote big. 
uh, to lead the league in assists, probably because he was consistently doubled due to the fact that he would just keep scoring on fuckers. Um, he's a two-time <laughs> NBA champion. I said I said I score on fuckers. <laughs> Actually, great yeah. scorer. Wilt's just really good at scoring in general. That's, just, that's, that's including that's personal life. Yeah. <laughs> Extracurriculars <laughs> included. Two-time NBA champion, one with the Sixers, and one with the Lakers. He's the only player to have his jersey retired by three different teams. This is uh, the Warriors, uh, the Sixers, and the Lakers. Uh, Wilt was great, but he was a loser. Anyone from that area would say the same thing. Yes, yeah, very Trumpian. Uh, it's why he had his jersey retri- retired by three different teams, despite being in my top ten basketball players of all time. It wasn't because he decided to leave, like LeBron. It was because he was toxic. Not in the sack, though. No. Is he famous for fucking? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I'm not surprised. He's a good-looking I, I, guy. I think he's claimed he's betted 10,000 women. He's 7-1. I'm sure to say, guys, this guy fucks. Guys. <laughs> no, this guy is fuck. Girls like tall guys. That makes sense. <laughs> Seriously. Fuck is me, right? Yeah. So, who's your number nine, my friend? My number nine is... I already told you, Will Chamberlain. So, moving on, because we just talked... Yeah, so number eight. You can I I have a number nine, but you can do your. Oh, number I thought eight. your number nine was his as well. No, no, no my 10. number ten is number is Will Chamberlain. Oh, my bad, bro. What's so, your yeah. number nine? My, uh, yeah. Hakeem Olajuwon. Okay, yeah. Is he on your list? Yeah, he was like my number thirteen. Okay. Yeah, okay. thirteen. Yeah. So the all-time leader in blocks by six hundred. He is a two-time NBA champion, Finals MVP, one-time MVP. He's the only player. He's the one player that would capitalize on Jordan leaving the league. It is. Also, my opinion, that while while Michael played, Hakeem was easily the second best player in the league. He is the 11th all-time in points, 13th all-time in rebounds, 9th all-time in steals. It is incredible to be a center and lead the league or have a high percentage of, of steals. Only player to finish career in top 15 in points, blocks, steals, and rebounds. Two-time rebounding leader, three-time blocks leader, two-time defensive player of the year, one of seven people to win it twice, and one of 11 to win it multiple times. There are only four quadruple doubles in NBA history. He owns one of them along with David Robinson, Alvin Robertson, and Nate Thurmond. Okay, uh, so quadruple double, can you go through? Sure. So Points, uh, assists, steals... Blocks. Blocks, okay. Wait, no. So point, no. So a quadruple double would require you to have double digits in points. Um, rebounds. Rebounds. Assists. Assists, blocks, or steals. So, okay. Do um, you have to have that rebound, or can it be, I cannot get the rebounds and get the other rebounds four Rebounds is one of the... Is you could have the... zero points and get in the other four categories, just five major categories yeah. so, it's, so as long as you have four of the five okay yeah i was asking he's one of four players that have done that uh that was my number nine aaron what's your number eight yeah my number eight is uh bill russell the all-time hmm. leading uh rebounder 22 and a half rebounds per game necessarily the points weren't necessarily there with 15.1 but he is a 12-time All-Star, 11-time NBA champ, and this is this just goes to say like I don't think that championships are necessarily the most like decisive things in all-time lists. Um, but why are you laughing at me? Brian and I are very disappointed in you. Why? I, I think he's a minimum top three. Is no minimum top four. Nope. 
not for my. It's subjective, dude. No, no, but like, I, no. Okay, I agree. I agree. And he played. He played at a time in basketball. I the was, average height was like five six when you had like little Steven Jabrowski out there. Fair. Like so. Whoa. I mean, leave Steven Jabrowski out. Who's Steven Jabrowski? So I. I don't uh, know if you guys seen that movie Trainwreck with Amy Schumer, <laughs> but the only funny part about that was. When the dad's talking about Babe Ruth and how he's not a great, he wasn't one of the greatest players of all time. And he's like, yeah, uh, let's see him hit a home run against a 16-year-old Dominican kid now. Not happening. <laughs> so, okay, so, so if Bill Russell played today, he wouldn't even be on this list. I'm going to argue that he, Bill Russell would not be on this list if he played in today's NBA. I would disagree with that. Well, that's fine with you. Go for it. Great. But that's my, yeah. I, I don't have the analytics you have, I, so I'm, I mean, Brian, I'm sure that you probably have all kinds of sabermetrics and shit. I'm with but. Brian. Uh, Bill Russell is one of the four. <laughs> Google boy. <laughs> we'll get to this later. I will get to this later. We're going to skip Bill Russell, and I will get to him later. But uh, Bill Russell, in my opinion, has a very good argument for being the greatest player of all time. A very good one. Okay, so you're number Solid. eight. So my number eight is fittingly. Kobe. Kobe Bryant. Is he your number four? I'm going to abstain from answering that question and wait for a little (laughs) He is an 18-time All-Star. He is an 18-time All-Star, which is second all-time to uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. He's a four-time All-Star MVP tied with Bob Pettit, which is most of all time, by the way. He's a four-time MVP, Rookie of the Year, 13-time All-NBA, five-time NBA champion, but two-time Finals MVP off of six appearances. He only lost one time to the Boston Celtics. Two-time scoring champion, he owns the second-most points in the game with 81, an unbelievable accomplishment in today's era. He is also a ball hog. He is also dead. Rip Gianna. My name is Peyton Lafferty, and I'm a (laughs) ball hog. I love you, Nathaniel. I'm so glad that you're on this podcast because I queued you up for this perfectly. He is in the top five of most 30, 40, 50, and 60-point games. Only Wilt Chamberlain or Jordan really compete with him in this particular category. He is a ball hog, but he is a scorer, and he has killed my team. Any other person listening to this podcast, if you have a favorite basketball team, Kobe Bryant killed your team. I do not care what you say about Kobe Bryant. He killed your team. He killed uh, you. The he refs, killed you the over killed and over Kings. again. He killed your team. He beat you over and over again. Took a That's knife. my argument. He for stabbed Kobe you Bryant. in the back, and he watched the blood and yeah, the entrails pour out. He literally did that over and over again. That's my argument for Kobe Bryant. He just killed your your team. That's that's why he's number eight. Number seven, Aaron. What's your number seven? Kevin Durant. Oh my God! Really? Yep. <laughs> All right, make your argument. Wait, I don't wait. agree with it. Why? Why don't you agree with that? Wait, no, he did say his list is a little bit more modern. It's about players he is watching. So I told you my my, my no, list good. my list is is comprised of mostly people that are the the conven- non conventional four or five position role players that play as like the two or three, and I I think that um, his. His stats go to show that with, I mean, he's averaging 27 points, seven rebounds, four assists. I mean, he's running essentially a number two or one. And and I think, what, both offense because he hasn't played with Brooklyn yet, no. My argument is not so, that Kevin Durant does not belong in this list. My okay. argument is that Kevin Durant does not belong this high in the list. This low on the list? This high. 
Do so you, you think he should be rated lower? So yes, like he okay. should be in the twenties. No, no, lower is lower is like. Yeah, that's what I was confused about first because now you're saying oh, lower, sorry, higher. You're right. Yeah. I'm sorry, my bad. So he should be rated lower. He should be in the twenties, higher numerically, higher but numerically. Lower he on the he list. deserves to be in the top twenty-five. I'm, this number seven, I just I'm mean, just disagree with, but I I, I understand think, I, the I don't logic. Think if he went to, uh, I think they, that the Golden State Warriors wouldn't have been in the position to win that championship Look, if he wasn't there. He has a great position this year on a great team to prove the doubters like me wrong. And we'll, we're about to see. Okay, that's fair. I'll take that. Yes. Thomas, yeah. you're number seven. <laughs> Why are you, like, pushing this like that? Well, because, I mean, no, I'm just going on. Like, I'm you made you. your point. He's trying to facilitate conversation. Uh, so, so I I would assume you have my number seven and my number six. I just six. want to write on Thomas with all the stats that I didn't bring. I, I would assume, I, I'm really hopeful that you have my number seven and my number six a little bit higher than I do. Otherwise, I'd be very disappointed. But my number seven and my number six are tied at the hip. There is no other two players that are so oh, okay, I got it connected in any sport, period. And I am going to talk about them simultaneously. Damn, I thought you were going to say Steph Curry and Seth Curry. No. No, it's Magic and Bird. <laughs> I said Steph Curry. I'm going to talk about Magic Johnson and Larry Bird. Uh, Magic is an NCAA champion for the Michigan State Trojans. Wait, what's your number seven and what's your number, number six? Number seven is Irvin Magic and Johnson. Six is Larry. And number six is Larry. Are those interchangeable or no? No, they are not. Okay. I say this first because he beat number eight. Or I'm not sorry, number six. See, I did change my numbers, by the way, just so you guys know. Uh, number six is Indiana State Sycamores, the 1979 NCAA championship game. He has also won five NBA championships, three MVPs, three finals MVPs, one of which he played center as as a 6'9 point guard who also happened to have been a rookie, the first and only rookie to win this award. He has 12 all-star teams, 10 all-NBA teams. He only played 12 years, which along with Bird hurts his legacy. We all know why he only played 12 years, and the fact that he's still alive is totally amazing. And I'm convinced there's a cure for AIDS if you have the money. It's called money. <laughs> money is the cure for AIDS. <laughs> okay, so Thomas, Thomas. Well, uh, pretty right, much now there's there's no cure for AIDS. There's a treatment for AIDS. Anybody's not going to die. No, they have, they have beta blockers. Die that, yeah, from so there's, AIDs. Yeah. yeah. So you said, actually, he you said that AIDS, Magic Johnson is what, what number on your list? Yeah, true. He's number seven. Okay, so I'm just not. I'm not skipping ahead, but so he's number four on my list. And wow. I think, so, I'm, so he played what eleven seasons and won five championships in those eleven seasons. He won. So he played. He some played of those twelve years. A, twelve twelve years and won five. So and then he sat out for four. So I, I I will contest that if he would have played those four seasons, he would be undoubtedly probably the greatest basketball player of all time Absolutely. if it wasn't for the HIV infection. 1,000%. Okay, agree. so you, we can agree that he would be number one if he had those four years. I have a really good argument for Larry Bird, but yes. Okay. No, that, that's fair. That, that's good. Yeah. Yeah, I was, I was when I was reading over this, I was like, man, like this is so hard because it's, it's such a small sample size in the grand scheme of things. Like, like he missed the, the majority of his, like, like apex years. Here's what's fascinating about Larry Bird and Magic Johnson. Not only were they drafted in the same year, they played each other in the NCAA championship game, yeah. but they also had very shortened uh, careers. Yeah. Unlike a LeBron or a Kevin Durant mm-hmm. or a, even a Michael Jordan. And they weren't even playing the they weren't playing the summer ball. They weren't playing None the, of that the stuff. USA stuff. They weren't. But Larry Larry had uh, multiple surgeries on his feet, and yeah. obviously Magic had 
HIV. Right. And I would love to have found out what would have happened if they had played as many seasons as a LeBron or a is there, or a Michael is there anybody a, that's doing any sort of like projected numbers that like some sort of simulator that would I, I know I know it's all simulations you but do I have, it yeah it's it's so hypothetical it couldn't be more hypothetical um, sorry just I, like, no I it's a great to, yeah. it's why they're in the conversation at the top we're, in, we're let's call it the top seven yeah um a, he a couple of more stance about magic um. He what? finished with more, highest, a couple more stats about magic. Oh. He he uh, finished with the highest assists per game average, with eleven assists per game. He is maybe other than John Stockton or LeBron James, maybe the greatest passer of all time. Curiosity: How close, if he had those four other years, would he be to Stockton's assist record? Still not close. No. Okay. Let's okay. Let's 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 be honest here. The best passer of all time is Jason Williams. <laughs> white chocolate. Don't know. Who let's be honest. Jason that was a Williams, bad take. <laughs> how is that a bad take? They were flashy. I'm saying, but I'm, he couldn't fucking throw a a chest pass. <laughs> he was he was incapable of doing a fundamental <laughs> chest pass that we all learned my, when we were in fourth grade. Okay, what's funny is I was watching Jason Williams highlights the other night. <laughs> Hey, uh, so we had some technical difficulties with the recording, but we are picking it up right where we left off. So I was uh, going through some Irvin Magic Johnson statistics, the last one being that he averaged 11 assists per game. His last accolade I want to highlight is that he holds a record for most playoff assists. Uh, He still holds that after only playing 12 years. So... My number sixth is uh, Larry Bird. Aaron, do you have him in your top six? Larry is my number five. All right, let's go through Larry Bird real quick. So the hick from French Lick, the greatest white player of all time. Uh, Thomas, I don't know if you know this or not, but Larry's not white. Larry's clear. Is it that funny, Thomas? You're right. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> As spoken. You know this for a fact because Bill Murray said so. <laughs> Truth. Uh, not a stat, but I have spent a good chunk of my life watching highlight reels. And I will tell you, the two best are Barry Sanders and Larry Bird. The only um, other one. Um, Ken Griffey. Yes, I would say King Griffey Jr. would be the other one. I would say Willie Mays. If Willie Mays had a highlight reel, he does have a highlight reel. This is not as extensive. You can totally watch highlights of Willie Mays. I mean, one of the beautiful right. things about baseball is you can listen to highlights and kind of paint a picture in your head. Willie Mays I, I, is going out to center field. He's uh, the ball's going over his head. I'm He's just running I'm, backwards. I'm, I'm really surprised that you guys. He catches him with a basket catch. The ball goes wild. Surprised you guys don't like consider Lance Nix and all his accolades for the things he's done with his career to be one of the best. Nope. I'm sorry, I'm dying right now. I love Nart. <laughs> I've never seen so many peanuts in the air in my life. David Delucci. Frank Catalanato. Nart's on fire right now. <laughs> oh, man. So, Larry Bird. Um, 
the amount of unbelievable flashy passes, um, pump fake scores, spin cycle scores, hustle rebounds, hustle steals, buzzer beaters, buzzer beaters to win games. Uh, there are things you, that do not show up in the stat sheet. Oh, which but is, they do. Uh, yeah, because they've calculated with pro basketball reference that Larry Bird has single-handedly won 146 games out of 897 games played for the Boston Celtics. That's so one out of months. every seven games? Essentially, yeah. Damn. Zam. Is there... That's pretty impressive. Who are the better ones? Uh, yeah, so there's actually... A as this loads real quick. <laughs> so um, number one is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar with 273 games that he single-handedly won. Uh, Wilt Chamberlain 247. Number three LeBron James 236. Karl Malone 234, which you shat on for me at one point. I did shat on that. You did, but yeah. So Pro Basketball <laughs> Reference does uh, have some sort of statistic for games single-handedly won by players. Anyways. I'm glad you found this so funny, Nathar. Just because <laughs> no. the way that you phrased that was like, I did past tense shat on that past tense. <laughs> I did shat on that. <laughs> I did. I did, Mark. Uh, <laughs> so back to Bird. He, he is tough. Uh, he was the toughest players that I ever played. Uh, he is, by the way, a three-time NBA champion, a two-time finals MVP, three-time NBA MVP, which were all consecutive. 84, 85, and 86. He is a 12-time All-Star, but it should be known. He only played for 13 years. And the one season he wasn't an All-Star, he had surgery on both feet and only played six games. The problem with Bird. Were his feet bound? No, his feet were not bound. We're not making this joke. Because <laughs> this is offensive that we made <laughs> earlier when the podcast wasn't recording. This is not going to happen. But no, that was Yao Ming. No. Oh, my God. All right. We didn't do this. Aaron, I can't believe you say something like oh that. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes, Nathaniel would never say something like no. that ever. Anyway, moving on. Um, He is a 12-time all-star. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, I'm sorry. The problem with Larry Bird is that he played for such a short amount of time. His, this is due to his style of play, which is gritty, often throwing his body all over the fucking place into uh, the bleachers or chairs or whatever the fuck uh, to grab rebounds, steals, and tipped passes. He is, to me, the greatest hustle player of all time, if not the greatest player of all time. I'm sorry, but what, like, aside from what I brought up, you were getting on to me earlier for me being too subjective in terms of flashiness, but half of your shit you talked about with Larry Bird has been, oh, he the number of, like, game winners, the how oh, he's jumping shit. into the crowd, how he's, like, leaping, leapfrogging bounds and chasing chasing loose balls i mean what kind of like metrics can you yeah thomas how do you quantify that <laughs> give me a second i will out of all the highlight reels that you did you sit down and single-handedly like i have like, a lot of a i have a lot of information on larry bird if you'd like me to go deep into it yeah please so, read us your on. excel he formulas. is also the founding member of the 50-40-90 club do you know what the 50-40-90 club is yes 50 percent from the field 40 percent from three and 90 percent a free throw shooter exactly. i thought it was 50 exactly. he was bagging sevens 40 percent getting nines and 60 percent getting like i don't know what that solid means any bagging and checking girls dude uh Jesus. it's weird all right kirsten it's Kirsten. 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 <laughs> All right. 
Carson, I'm so sorry you didn't listen to your boyfriend say this despicable thing about women. Anyway, he, he was also maybe, other than Jordan or Gary Payton, the greatest trash talker of all time. To the point where... Where are you getting these? Two days. Hold on. I am getting this from also, other I, NBA I, players <laughs> that Thomas, said this. Thomas, I do agree with Aaron, though. Everything, <laughs> every other player that you have listed so far, you've backed up with like very specific <laughs> metrics. Bro, give and me the, a and moment. this one is just Bro, like, I have five other like, bullet points He's also on known Bird. as one of the cutest guys in the NBA <laughs> of all time. Larry Bird's the second ugliest player of all time. People Magazine voted him. No, Larry Bird's the second <laughs> ugliest player of all time. Good I can back this up. So, uh, to the point where two days before playing the Lakers, he famously dropped a 40-point triple-double on the Blazers using mostly his left hand. And when asked why, he said, I'm saving my right hand for the Lakers. Lastly, the reason Laker Larry is over Magic is for three reasons. The East at that time was far superior to the West. Magic played with a player that is in my top five, along with James Worthy. And finally... Ask any of those great players at the time who they'd rather guard. Hell, they'd rather guard Jordan in the 80s than Larry. Oh, also, Magic was coached by Pat Riley, one of the greatest, uh, probably the third, actually, best coach in NBA history. He also, much like Magic, LeBron, Jordan, Kobe, Bird would have excelled regardless of era. Oh, also... He has a Coach of the Year award where he took the Pacers to the NBA Finals, the only time they ever had gone to the NBA Finals. And... But wait, there's more. As a front office person, he won Executive of the Year, only person to do any of those things. Win an MVP, Executive of the Year, or Coach of the Year. He did all three of them. To kind of go back to one of the points you made, you said Larry. You, you think Larry would excel in today's NBA. Yes, and absolutely. I agree. I agree, and I think he's, I think Magic would have ten, would have two. I think Larry would benefit from today's technology, like when it, medical research, mm-hmm. just like the Gale Sayers debates and all that. Like, love Larry yes. with better better. Here's the deal that better 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 better. Here's the deal. Same thing with with Jordan though, right? So there's there's arguments for had. LeBron. That uh, Jordan would have been better if he had the the technology LeBron has now. Wait, what? Great argument. Jordan Jordan had an injury history. Really, I, that, that's news to me. Jordan no. Jordan Jordan when he was trying to bulk up did because okay. I think in the, between that ninety five to so the, it's more the final dance thing, he, was, he he put on like fifteen to twenty pounds and he was also dealing with calf issues and hamstring issues out of that. So I think he missed a handful of games from that, but he wasn't injury prone. But it's the NBA. You're you're. No pads, no helmets. You are hitting skin to skin, soft tissue issues too, and hurting people. Yeah, but it's it's more frankly, regardless of era. Especially if you're like a player like Dwayne Wade or um, Muggsy Bugs. Yeah, I mean if you yeah, Yeah. actually. You're I know, correct I, know. There. I, I was joking, yeah. but, but he's I'm coming halfway the, serious. I think one of the top one of the Sean Bradley. From that, one yeah. of the biggest <laughs> points is like I heard about Sean Bradley. <laughs> going off what Brian and Thomas are saying, one of the biggest points, like when when Dirk was interviewed after retirement, he he said like it's so nice to be able to drink beer outside of a regular season because he wouldn't he wouldn't drink carbonated drinks like he he kept his body that tuned to be able to play that long. He had to, like, absolutely. What about yes. top fives? Are we there? I'm in my top five. Aaron, who's who's your? Do you have your number six? Uh, well, I mean, I thought we already hit that. 
We hit him. Yeah, we I, hit Carl, I was Carl Malone, and then who's my, your number five? My number five is Larry Bird. We already hit him. So All right. So my number, number four. My number four. I can do my number five because I haven't done mine. You haven't done your number five, unless your number four is my number five. Well, what's your number five? What's your Timothy number four? Theodore Duncan. He didn't. Even, oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Timothy. Fine. Fine. Is yeah. that in your top four? He was my number fourteen. Yeah. Remember oh, we had this conversation. This? Okay. Yeah. So Timothy, so we, you guys already you guys already hit on him. All right, I'm gonna give the case. How the for fuck Timothy. is he? How is no, he well, in the he, top I'm five give the players? Case. Oh, I'm Thomas said no. Yeah. We'll wait later yeah. and talk about him. I'm gonna give the case for Timothy Theodore Duncan, the ultimate player that I loved to hate, other than Kobe Tony Romo, oh. <laughs> <laughs> who was a great player as well. I thought you hated Kobe too because he killed your team. Not as much as Tim Duncan. Did, okay, frankly. Mr. Fundamental, a five-time NBA champion, three-time Finals MVP, back-to-back MVP 2002-2003, 15-time All-Star, 15-time All-NBA, 15-time All-NBA defensive team, a record. Uh, this essentially is what sets him apart from the other con- uh, centers slash power forwards in the- on this list in combination with the winning, of course. Uh, he was just he was just the best defensive player for f- for. Uh, a decade and a half. He just, how, okay, he just so how, how how many fucking times did he win Defensive He's, Player of the Year? He never did. Okay, so how? Okay, so metrically speaking, metrically speaking, I actually am going to take his point on here because I <laughs> researched a little bit on this. Tim Duncan is rated the like best defender of all time. I actually think I have that in terms of defensive rebounds in or in my, terms of like like wh- I have that stat in my notes. Okay, okay. give me a second. So, um, Why don't we just hit it right now since we're talking about no, it? No, I do have that in my in – my, uh, okay, I do. Okay, hold on. Give me two seconds. So, One, shit, shit, two. shit, 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 People shit, that are shit, actually shit, prepared shit, come Shit, 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 shit. No, I just scrolled things. too far. Okay, so he is 14th all-time in points, 6th all-time in rebounds, 5th all-time in blocks, along with Kareem's hook sh- sky hook and Dirk's fight away. Timmy had one of the most unbeatable shots. His one-handed bank shot. One of the greatest, if not the greatest, post-scorers of all time. The kind of player that doesn't exist anymore. Timmy, much like another player higher up on my list. How does that answer my Tim, defensive question? Hold Brian's on, hold question. on. It's later on. Tim was an outstanding collegiate player. Maybe one of the best. He played all four years of Wake Forest and consistently talked about his being the first overall pick, but kept going back to Wake Forest, proving his uh, elite ability. It was eventually selected with the first overall pick by the uh, San Antonio Spurs, the 1997 NBA draft. Wait, the Spurs chose him? Winning his first yeah. NBA title two years later. He yes, played for he the Spurs? played the entire uh, career with the NBA Spurs. He won five titles and no one else he ever played with is anywhere close to him in any way. Not even Leonard. And I am saying that as a diehard Mavericks fan who he killed constantly. Uh, as a Lakers fan, ask a Suns fan, ask a Heat fan. He kicked your team's ass. And at least in the early days, they did it in a demoralizing way. And that is absolutely true. 2013 against the Heat was stolen from them on a possession he wasn't even on the floor for. You said how many blocks he averaged per game? I don't have that. 
I heard a rumor that he fucked Eva Longoria. <laughs> okay, I don't, I don't understand. I don't understand what you're talking about We're with the defense because he only averages on he only there. averages two blocks a game. Okay, what's the defensive then, stat? Can you just get to that? Uh, defensive I rebounds, that. eight, eight rebounds. I looked at something else. I'm sorry. Can eight, you look up? You don't have the thing that wins, you said that was the defensive wins per percent. I thought I'd put that down here. I'm sorry. Defensive wins per percentage. Anyway, I'm gonna get to another stat. Sorry. 2013 against the Heat. That that game was stolen from them on a possession he wasn't even on the floor for. Where an offensive rebound by Chris Bosch was kicked out to Ray Allen on the corner. But if Tim had been on the possession, I believe strongly he grabs that board and the Heat don't win. Oh, so we're speculating now. Okay. Okay, so he for his whole career, he has an estimated 106 total wins attributed for his defensive win shares. Okay, now where is that compared to everybody else? I for 1,392 games played. I swear I had this somewhere later. Okay. I think I had this for the next one. Anyways, where where does he rank among other players with that win share? Yeah, let me find this I out. swear he's second all time. I swear. I think the next person on my list is first all time. Defensive win shares... Sean Bradley. <laughs> I swear to fucking God, if you say Sean Bradley one more time in a top 15 NBA conversation, I'm going to fucking slay your throat. What if it's a top 15 best Cavs uh, conversation? <laughs> okay, I got it. I got it now. All Number right. one is Bill Russell at 133.64. Number two is Tim Duncan yeah, at 106. Right, There's only two players that are above 100. I had this and somewhere. And that's Bill Russell and Tim Duncan. And that's defensive win shares. All yes. right, so number four. Let's move on quickly. Number four. Who's your number four? Uh, I already said Magic Johnson. We talked about him. I already right. said that if it wasn't for his limited game time with the five championships no, in 11 it. or 12 seasons, he would be the best player of all time. I get it. It makes sense. My number three is Kobe Bryant. Okay. So another Interesting. So we already – I would assume – we know you're one and two, so let's go through my four and three. All right, so number four is Bill Russell. Second all-time in minutes per game at 42.9. 12 NBA Finals appearances, a record. 11 NBA Finals wins, also a record, and no one is close. He has zero NBA Finals MVP awards. This is because it didn't exist, and it's actually named after him. He is also a two-time NCAA champion with the University of San Francisco, four-time NBA rebounding champion. Also, Bill Russell is 6'10", and Magic Johnson to Bill's Larry Bird was Wilt Chamberlain. Chamberlain was 7-1. The thing about Bill that sucks is that he was, much like Tim Duncan, was known as a defensive player. when In the early years of the sport, defensive stats weren't even recorded. Leads all players in defensive win shares essentially nba defensive war wins above replacement wins above replacement so defensive war leads all players bill is at 133.6 the next closest is tim duncan at 106 i made the bird and magic comparison earlier uh, really, the comparison should be made between Duncan and Shaq. Wilt is Shaq, and Russell is Duncan. Unselfish team player, more wins, more championships. I was going to say, I watched a lot of amazing. Shaquille O'Neal games, too, and he was also Duncan. 
Okay, okay, thanks, guys. <laughs> no, my my point is that is that Shaq is like Walt Chamberlain, and that Bill Russell is like Tim Duncan. So you know, if you're gonna pick your top five, yeah, I, I get what you're saying. I'd, I'd put I'd put Bill in there. So number three, which apparently in. Aaron doesn't. I'm I'm not being mean. I'm trying not to be mean in my tone, but you don't have Kareem Abdul-Jabbar in your top fifteen. I don't. No, that's fine. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, I think, has a uh, the most. And let me just let me preface that by saying All this right, is fine. like. Like, the, the, I like, love I, like I said, your perspective. Like I said, this, if I should say this, these are players to to me that had a huge impact on the way that I view basketball. It's not that I don't appreciate him, and you know, I he probably on people that have more no, like no, more notoriety than I do, absolutely. But for my own subjective like appreciation of the game, he is not on that list for myself. As a fan of basketball, I will tell you right now, I get it, I understand. That's fair. I I will say. Uh, I will include Bill Russell in this. The Mount Rushmore of basketball, I, I frankly, I'm sorry, but I'm going to disagree with you. It is, it is Bill Russell, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Michael Jordan, and LeBron James. I do not think it is very close after those four people. And yeah, I don't think there's much point of contention with that. Like to okay. be frank, like. Like in the grand scheme of like the the argument of winning who's the best of the best. So and yeah, the, stats that's, you, and all that stuff. Yeah, I mean you, yeah. you can't really argue against that. Yeah, if you're being like objective, no, you can't. So I I will skip. So my my number three, um, and maybe we do two and one on another podcast, but we can talk about them anyway. Uh, but number three is Ferdinand Lewis Alcindor, also known as Kareem Abdul Jabbar. Kareem Abdul Jabbar is a nineteen time all-star which is a record that probably will not be broken he is a six-time nba champion 71 80 nine years apart 82 85 87 and 88 he has been to the finals 10 times he has won two finals mvps one of only three players that have won it with multiple teams the other two being Kawhi leonard and lebron james He's a six-time MVP, a record. He's an all-time leading scorer for now with 38,387. He's third all-time in rebounds, third all-time in blocks. He also won three titles with the UCLA uh, Golden Bears. Or what's the UCLA's mascot? Golden Bears. Golden Bears. Uh, one thing that sets him apart from anyone else on this list, frankly, is... Uh, that he may not be considered as the greatest basketball player of all time. That's fine. He is, in my opinion, without question, the greatest collegiate basketball player of all time. One of only a handful of players with their number retired by two different teams, being the Milwaukee Bucks and the Los Angeles Lakers, owns the second most unstoppable shot. I say second. Um, the skyhook. It might be... Th- the most unstoppable shot, but I think Dirk's fadeaway is the most unstoppable. And he, much like Jordan, was without uh, doubt the greatest basketball player for an entire decade. Which would be the 70s. <laughs> so number two. I still think Grayson Allen is the best collegiate basketball player of all time. <laughs> number two. I don't have a lot of information on number two. I think most of uh, our listeners or however many listeners, and then the two people that aren't as big basketball players as Aaron and I um, know plenty about uh, 
Mr. Michael Jordan. Wait, number two is Michael Jordan? Yes. Oh, my God. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> okay, so my number two is Michael Jordan. What's your number one, then? LeBron James. Oh! You don't have LeBron nobody James Nobody saw your that coming. The Little Emperor. The Akron Hammer. L Train. LeBron Yes. We have the same number one and number two? Yeah. Okay, do you understand the whole point of this was that we were supposed to, at some point, do a podcast where we debate between LeBron and Michael? It's a... Well, it's a it, it's I, a I, generational I agree thing, with you, man. though. Like, like, I... No. Like, okay. I don't even think it is. It if is. you really look at the advanced metrics, it is LeBron. It is not Michael. I don't care about the championships. It is LeBron, and it's not close. I think if Michael played in today's league that they No would, way. They, yeah. Yeah, I, no I think, way. I think if Michael played in today's league that He'd be he'd be Joe Johnson. He'd be he'd be no, Bradley no, Beal. He, he wouldn't he wouldn't be I think he'd be like John Wall. He would yeah, be like exactly. a slightly taller John Wall. Exactly. Yeah, there's yeah. no way. There's no way. I agree, Brian. What do you think? <laughs> I think Michael Jordan would still be a great player because no. he is a great player. I agree. Like, wait, you're saying that he would just be a mediocre player Here's in the deal. league. Here's a the deal. A mediocre player. No, John, you don't know who John Wall or Bradley Beal I do know who John yeah. Wall He's is. A rapper. Bradley Beal He's a rapper from is? Houston. I'm not familiar, but John Wall is not Here's a top the deal. 10 player currently, would you say? Here's the deal. We're, we're going to give the profiles. He, he got hurt with Achilles. And... We're going to give the profile for Michael Jordan and LeBron James real quick. Yeah, thank and, you. Um, I have no idea. And there. then at a later <laughs> podcast, I think it is. it behooves us – that one of us takes the Jordan side and the other one takes the LeBron John, LeBron James side and litigates it because I think there are uh, this it's the one and two and I think especially after this year this conversation probably needs to be at but I think it's very close I uh, I also think the, the the case can be made for Lou Alcindor slash uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar in my opinion. But um, let's go through Michael Jordan. What are some stats you have for Michael Jordan? Can I ask a question real quick? If the case we made for you said the wall sender, yeah, then why why wasn't he in either of you guys' lists? Because he's not a guard. That's okay. why. And I to be you want my answer. Myself, that's my guard. I went that's with my more answer. Four or five roles than I did even. Yeah, but one, I mean two, like threes. Thomas, in that defense, though, you had a lot of non-guards in there, too, though. Kareem so. and, Kareem and, uh, and no. Russell? No, I'm saying, like, five why, was, why was it? Five was, uh, uh, was uh, Burr or was Duncan? Okay, you're right. So six, uh, six was Burr. You had Shaq in there, who's the center. Seven was Johnson. Eight was Kobe. Nine was Keem, which is the center. Ten was Will, which is the center. Shaq. Oscar Robertson, point guard. Yeah. John yeah, Stockton, Steph, point, who's guard. A point guard. Dirk, power forward. I think he's a good mix. I know, but I'm saying, like, if that's the reason you're leaving him off there, if you're just, mm. if you're basing it off of, I have to have a certain amount of positions in there, some positions are worth more than others. No, I don't know if I did that. It also that. depends on the time of the game. Like, centers aren't as valuable now as they were yeah. 20 years I'll be honest ago. with you guys. I did, I based it on stats. I really did because I knew that Aaron would. That's fine. That's fine. I'm just I, saying. I, honestly, I knew Aaron wouldn't base it on stats, and he would base it on advanced metrics. I'm I just knew saying that he would. Why are you and having? He did, and he delivered, and I'm so proud of him for it. My point was just like, how are you saying there's an argument to be made for this person to be 
the greatest of all time, but you left him off your top 15. How do you spell his name, Thomas, real quick? Before Who? you answer that, Lou Alcindor's. That's what you said. He's number three. Yeah, Lou Alcindor. You oh, you had him in there. I asked yeah. you. Oh, I asked him if he was oh your top I'm sorry. 15. No, no, yeah, okay. no. Uh, oh, no. Yeah, that's Kareem his number, number three. three. Lou Alcindor is Kareem. Yeah, oh, he's definitely okay, okay. number three. Okay. And Bill Russell's definitely number four. Well, actually, Kareem, Kareem is, is his, uh, his adopted sorry. name. He yeah. converted. Okay. Yeah. I just like uh, his conversion name. For Ferdinand Lewis Alcindor, I think this is a great name. I think Kareem Abdul Jabbar is also a really Also cool. a solid name. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, number two is Michael Jordan. I don't have a lot of information about Michael Jordan because he's probably the most well-known athlete of all time. He is a six-time Finals MVP and a six-time champion. A five, five-time MVP, tied for second with Bill Russell. Ten-time scoring champion, nine-time all-defensive first team, which is uh, what sets him apart. Also, a two-time defensive player of the year. Also sets him apart from anybody else on the list. Rookie of the year. Third all-time in steals, fifth all-time in points, all-time leader in box plus minus, which is an advanced metric, with 9.22. He played from 1984 to 1993, and then 1995 to 1998, where he won three straight. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, no, 1995 to 1998, where he won three straight. He retired and then came back to the Washington Wizards in never done and he retired at age 41 i think it is um at our best interest that we ignore his time from 2001 2003 are you fucking kidding me why because he was old and shitty what? <laughs> I mean, he still put up pretty good numbers. Dude, he, he did. He, he was, played fine. He, played, he was averaging twenty-two yeah. games and tw- twenty-two points a game and twenty points a game, and he was. Uh, he was. And I he think was, he was still uh, playing a lot. the whole game. He was playing thirty-four minutes and thirty-seven minutes yeah. a game. I remember this because I was having a conversation with Aaron about this, and I went back and looked at. We weren't having a conversation. I think it was after I watched the Last Dance or something, and I forgot about his comeback. And I was like looking at Basketball Reference, and I was like, "Oh shit!" Like he was not just like a like scrub. St- he was not just a startable. Uh, he was a great player. player, but he was like he was averaging like twenty points a game. He was probably a top ten player in the league between two thousand one and two thousand three. Yeah. Yes. So I don't think you throw that away. At thirty eight, thirty nine, he was. I think be- he's better than seventy five percent easily of any like number two or three position player Here, playing right now. Here's the deal, though. The difference. It doesn't fit my narrative. (laughs) If you really want to talk about Michael Jordan, you talk about him in the mid-80s and late 90s. No, but that's not fair, though. Thomas, it's really not fair because you talk about... It diminishes his points per game. It doesn't matter, though. Here's the thing, though. That's not. I understand that, but I'm saying it's not fair to have that argument because... Literally, you talk about players all the time. Uh, like we talk about players all the time in baseball. Like, what if they weren't just didn't just fall off a cliff or didn't have a last like Andrew Jones? Okay, fair. Andrew Jones had the chance to be the best center fielder of all time if he didn't have his last three years of being just a shit player. And so, uh, Michael Jordan obviously didn't have that. Like, it might have like weighted his stats down, like career wise, but. I mean, I think they're still respectable stats for sure, especially at that age. Okay. Yeah, and and like, we won't e- do that. There was the, like even even outside of the three championships they won from ninety eight to ninety eight, ninety five to ninety eight. 
like defensively, he was his, those numbers were still like quite comparable as a defensive player as they were at that point in his prime. Third all time in steals. Seasons, like, Third all time in steals. His steals and his blocks, the, the numbers don't fall off. And, and, and matter of fact, like the last two seasons that he played with Chicago, his his defensive numbers are like identical to what they were. At Chicago when he was playing for Washington. Another all-time stat for Jordan. Highest usage rate all time. He also owns the highest efficiency rate of all time. That includes his time with the Wizards. His efficiency rate is, like, what's crazy is that with the shorter amount of time played is only .4 points off of LeBron's. In yes. terms of efficiency. So let's talk about LeBron James. I think uh, you and I agree. Maybe that we're biased because we're both millennials. But I, I, I've I, watched LeBron James my entire life. I've watched uh, Michael Jordan m- many times. And I will tell you, I think that there are many things that set LeBron James apart from Michael Jordan. The main thing being... That if I had a five-on-five team of one player, of any of the players that we just talked about, I don't care who it is, I would pick five LeBron Jameses versus five <laughs> literally anybody else. I do not care who it is. Literally anybody else. I would pick five LeBron Jameses versus literally anybody else, and I would win every time. Um, LeBron James. He's a four-time NBA Finals MVP and champion. He has appeared in ten, eight of them in a row between two different teams, the Miami Heat and Cleveland Cavaliers. That is a record. He's a four-time M- NBA MVP tied with Will Chamberlain. And he the Lakers, he said. Oh, he, for final, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't in a row. He had a skip year. Oh, in a row. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, he did this in five years. Uh, he, uh, I'm sorry, he won four-time NBA, NBA MVP, tied with Will Chamberlain, did this in five years, and frankly, half of the 12 years, he was overlooked or ignored because it wasn't a sexy enough decision for the league marketing. He would have, from my research, at least four others if the league actually decided the MVP. 16-time All-Star, good for third all-time. Three-time All-Star MVP, which ties Michael Jordan, Shaq, and Oscar Robertson. He's a 16-time All-NBA. This is a record. 13-time first-team All-NBA, also a record. He's a second. He's two second teams and one third team. He's a one-time scoring champion and one-time assist leader. That would be actually this past year. He's a rookie of the year. Third in points all-time, which he should absolutely break. He's eighth all-time in assists. For reference, MJ is not in the top 25. He is first in playoff minutes. First in playoff field goals made. Second in playoff three points made. Second in playoff defensive rebounds made. Tim Duncan owns the first place. He is sixth in all-time total rebounds. He is second in playoff assists. Max Johnson owned the title. He recently played, uh, recently passed John Stockton. He is first in playoff steals, 11th in playoff blocks. And if he is first in playoff field goals made, it should be assumed he's, in, he's first in playoff points, where he is 1,504 points ahead of second place, which would be, in my opinion, the second-best player of all time. 
Michael Jordan. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say Michael Finley for a second. <laughs> My argument with that is that uh, Michael Jordan was just so efficient, where they didn't have to go to Game Sevens, and therefore they had to play less games. Oh, Wait, didn't Michael Jordan have a lot of? It's games a great games? conversation to have. Well, he did I'm not arguing that. I do. I do think that. I do think that. Uh, LeBron. Jordan traditionally had better teams around him, so I do think that they played less playoff games. Great argument than LeBron, but I don't know that for a fact. No, that's actually totally accurate. Um, LeBron never had another top at the time, another top five player, with the exception of one year, which is ironic. Kyrie. Wade, no, Wade. Yeah, in 2011. What would Kyrie be back? At that time, he was top ten. Okay, I mean that's still not far off from top five. Maybe. Yeah, but then again, you also said Michael Jordan Dude, would be Scottie a top Pippen, ten player currently. Scotty Pippen was easily a top ten player. Oh, I, I know. I agree. The whole time that Jordan played, um, I, we're not going to get into this because this is a whole another podcast. I promise. There's so much information to get into about that conversation. It'll be called the second to last. And it dance. sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be the name of the episode. Oh, look, he's 35. I, I said earlier on purpose that Jordan played till he was 41. I did. I said that on purpose. LeBron James will. Well, he played until no, he wants to play 36. No, Michael played till he was 39, and he took three seasons off. Not 41. Yeah, honestly. He played till he was 41 years old. If he LeBron, he was 39. If LeBron took huh. a year off, went to go play for the Indians or the Dodgers, <laughs> then I would be no, having this conversation. He's playing, he's playing wide receiver for the Cowboys. Okay. That's, yeah. uh, but, that's, not, like a that's not a good idea. Um, Bo, Jackson, Bo Jackson did it. <laughs> and then yeah, dislocated his hip. He's going to throw it in. He's the best two-sport player of all time. Wait, dislocated his hip in baseball or football? It was in football. Yeah, it was in football. It's really hard to dislocate a hip in baseball. Well, I thought, I thought, I thought because of the way the question was posed, that Brian was in, insinuating that the injury occurred when he was playing baseball. No, it was with football. Okay, cool. I just yeah, it was during a playoff yeah. game. Yeah. after it, this strenuous. I mean, it was a very, it's a treatable injury now, but oh, uh, at the time, no, like, no, yeah, it wasn't. Yeah. And you know, hey, just pop it back in. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> That's get back out there, rub some dirt on it. We're <laughs> <laughs> gonna go right. I can't feel my leg. Oh, we're gonna inject some dirt into your synovial joint, and you're just gonna rub it in. <laughs> I have a few more things about LeBron. Do we? And then maybe maybe we don't do a podcast for LeBron versus MJ because I think that Aaron and I both know that LeBron's better. It's the fact that this conversation yeah we honestly we're, on ESPN, Brian and, like, and I are never gonna be just, never gonna be able to have this. Con- I think I don't know Brian might be on the same page as you guys. I I just have a completely uh, I don't even have stats to back it up. It's just I've mainly probably because my bro- my brother uh, growing up in the eighties and nineties being a huge uh, MJ fan and me watching games with him and him showing me highlights all grown up and stuff that I probably just paid way more attention to him than LeBron. And honestly, I hated lemonade bubblicious. And so <laughs> I, I just, from a young age, I, I think that there are a couple of things that LeBron did that, uh, deserve I just, I talking honestly, about. Yeah. And we should do this for another podcast. I agree. Yeah, I do, yeah. I do have I mean, a couple other points about LeBron. I think MJ's been talked about enough. I think that there's a couple of things I do want to talk about. 
with LeBron. Okay, so I uh, if if LeBron, <laughs> okay, no, have you have you have you had a dream? No. Okay, so remember in high school when LeBron was showing up to school in an Escalade and whatnot? Yeah. Okay, so in today's climate, if that happened to him now, we would never have had LeBron James. Oh, I think never. He would have been excommunicated from the league. He would have been shunned because of all the payments was he was the receiving. Early 2000s, yeah. So that's what, it's just it's crazy. Yeah, to me. Like, no, I'm thinking about that. I'm like shit, like. We would never have LeBron James if his rookie season was like year before no. last, and that stuff be was actually happening. FBI and, and, and FBI <laughs> grand juries. Look, we're, we're everything. S- we're seeing a new LeBron James in two different players in the league right now, and that would be Luka Doncic and Zion Williamson. We'll see who handles it better. What you put Zion on that tier? I'm putting both of those players You're, in the well, same no, tier. No, no, no. Like, yes, absolutely. Okay, Luka. Okay. No, I'm that's both fair, that's fair for Luka, but Zion Williamson, I think at at best will be the next Zach Randolph, and that's it. Wow, that is it. You heard it here first. He, he can't shoot. Folks. The kid can't shoot. Yes, he can't. Okay. The, this is another podcast <coughs> for another day. I always I, love when Thomas hears takes, or he's like, "Oh my god." And you're like Thomas. Listen, three I, weeks ago, I watched Zion you said a one lot. in three, one in fifteen. You teams. Zion Williamson a lot. <laughs> I've seen him plenty of times. Okay. I think he's a great player. He hangs outside of his window. He is very LeBron-like. <laughs> if he does what LeBron did, which is constantly work on his game, constantly get better at the tools he already has, he will be great. Drives, escalates. Doncic has the same As a kid obstacle who smokes blunts. Where Doncic <laughs> needs to get better at shooting outside. He's a low-percentage three-point shooter. That's the only... If I can be honest, and this is not a biased Mavericks fan perspective, if he has a weakness, it is outside shooting, and he will get better because this is a a uh, metric that usually gets better with age. It happened with LeBron. It will happen. It happened with Ray Allen. Do you consider Dirk Nowitzki to be a good three point shooter for his career? Yes. Okay. Ish. So Luka Doncic, his th- his his three his three point percentage is thirty one point six. It's below league average. And then Dirks is 38. That's above league average. Okay, so 31 to 38. It's still it's seven not, points. That's a lot, a, dude. It's no, a seven-point yeah, yeah. differential. Lot. That's a lot, though. But at the same time, and, and okay, so. Understand Dirks has a magi- greatest shot of all. I, I know. Maybe but the efficiency staff. rating still shows that, that Doncic has a 27.6 efficiency rating. Medians, yes. Median score being tw- being 15. Dirks is only twenty two point four. Granted that that's in a grand scheme of like twenty one years, years playing, but three years weren't really that Great. much of like a contributor factor into that. But Aaron, think about so it this if you, way: if, if you if you prolong those numbers out into multiple years, like, dude, which is probably going to sustain. Here's the thing about Doncic: Luca will be the vastly you could more productive player. Easily put Doncic on the top twenty five list already. You could. Absolutely, make the argument. He's played two seasons of active players. Yes. Okay. Yeah. No, 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 no. That's, that's You're saying of all time. time. No. Yes. Well, that's that's already that's already being With discussed on like projections. On, yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's already that being is discussed how nationally. Good he is. I am not beating a homer. I I'm not arguing with you. I, I just I'm surprised that you're willing to say that. Well, even Charles Barkley said this like like yes. a couple months ago. That's Charles crazy. went out and said like he's already top twenty five. Opinion. He is a first. A, uh, I'm sorry, a second-year player making a first-team All-NBA. You, yeah, you have I get any that. idea how no, many players play in the NBA? And to make 
the top five of all players in the league. That is unbelievable. It does not happen unless you are unbelievably dominant. And he is. He's so good. He is He is already one of the top five players in the league, obviously. Yeah. Um, and, you know, barring injury or whatever, knock on wood, knock, I'm going to knock on my uh, penis. And I get that. Uh, I'm just saying, like, if you were to end the season – or if you were to end his career right now, I you can't make the argument he'd be top twenty. Yeah. I'm saying yeah, he, he yeah. can't be top twenty five. No, yeah. So you're that's what I'm right. saying. That's why I'm like so surprised you're willing to make that statement right now because, like the, that happens every year. I'm, I'm sorry, but that happens every year in every sport where some player comes out, no, absolutely, has a right. great you're two right, years right. and then, like fizzles out. Not 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 saying like fizzles Which out, cool. but like deals with injuries or, or You're absolutely right. Deals with off the field stuff, whatever. Something that that doesn't happen that, a lot in basketball. I, I, I understand that. that. I'm it just saying. A lot in football I'm just saying and, that, but and, and baseball. I don't know about hockey. It happened a lot in hockey. Sucks. It happens it in the happen physical sports. <laughs> <laughs> this is a finesse and skill sport. Yeah, it's not. But anyway, I mean, you're even shit like I had golf. A couple of more points. Like you talked about so. uh, Jordan Spieth, like. Oh, I know. Back in 2015, he would have been considered one of the all-time greats. Now, he's not even a piss pissing the wind away. You know, there's this new kid that's uh, actually on that list right now. Um, project. I mean, I, I think he's projected to win more. More. Um, what are they called? Grand slams or uh, what majors? They, majors. Yeah, his yeah. name is uh, Aaron Carter Mason. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Just if, it, if only he could figure out how to not shank it hard right. I think he shot like a 124 over at Dove Creek the other day. Yeah. Yeah. Shake hard, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Those <laughs> damn 90 degree shots. Real, real quick, killer. I have a couple more notes about LeBron, real quick. Because LeBron needs to be talked about. <coughs> Regardless of, his, of the decision or what the fact that. What else do we need to say about LeBron James, Thomas? <laughs> we get it. We- He's good. <laughs> he. Save it for Unlike later. Jordan or Kareem below him, I can argue was the best basketball player of the 2000s and 2010s. What? What, 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 kind of, of what kind of a statement is that? You already said he's number one. You're fucking no, 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 no. What he just said was, unlike Jordan and Kareem, he was the best basketball player of the 2000s and 2010s. Two decades. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking about of those two decades. I was like... Yeah, they didn't play. Kareem was the best player in the 70s. Uh, Jordan was the best player of the 90s. Okay. LeBron has been the best player of the 2000s and 2010s. Jordan even was, though he only played Jordan was for working six on baseball, years, dude. Okay. Six years in the 2000s. Uh, he was a baron. And here we are in 2020. He's a gambler. Jordan and he or... is still <laughs> the most dominant player in the league 16 years later after being drafted at a high school. Uh, okay, you're right. I, this I have a been, bunch of other shit. This has been the Thomas May Real quick, LeBron I, I Suck Session brought to you by Bubblicious. Thank you. Nathaniel. Nathaniel. I am going to be Chris Nathaniel. Wallace and say this, this is done. Nathaniel, <laughs> yes. real quick. Wins over a replacement. Are you familiar with this? Oh yes, I am. Do you know who owns the record for wins over a replacement in NBA? I'm assuming it's LeBron James. 133.67. It is owned by LeBron James. Do you know who owns second place? Uh, Maxi Bogues. Yeah. No. Uh, uh, Marty Turkaloo. No. 
is a very obvious answer. Uh, it's gonna oh, be, it's okay. Gonna, no, 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 it's no. Gonna be, it's going to be the who's the left-handed guy? That, oh, it's from Argentina that played for the, for the Spurs. No, um, who's the second best player in basketball according Sean, to Sean Bradley. Sean Manu, Bradley. Sean Bradley. Manu Giannis. Giannis. Manu. Manu. I fucking hate you guys. Just say it. Jesus. Michael fucking Jordan. Oh. Michael Finley. Wasn't he on the Monsters? <laughs> no, no, he played against. Oh, the he played. Yes, Monsters. you're right. You're right. No, but LeBron. he. Okay, yeah, he was gonna play for the Monsters, but he had his contract negotiated to where <laughs> if he beat them, he wouldn't have to wear a, a ball and chain and play for them uh, for existence. Okay, yeah, good point. Good okay, point. you're right. Sorry, so I LeBron forgot about James that little clause in there. The record for wins above replacement in the NBA. So next week, are we gonna do the top fifteen of WNBA players? Absolutely no. fucking not. Uh, next week, and this no is a good. This women, will be a great, great place for us to end it. Next week, Brian and I will be doing our uh, top positional players uh, of all time, one for each position, and then our overall top ten. We will not be going as in depth as this was. We will be kind of more running down the list and talking about wow, thanks for and, a, shit and occasionally segment. having a debate. About I'm not shitting on player. you, Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to. <laughs> I don't know what's going Look, on. Look, I love here. my sport a lot, and I'm very passionate about this research. That's, yeah, no, dude, you did, you guys both did phenomenal jobs. That was anyway. awesome. It was very rich content. It was awesome. But I like baseball too. I want to do baseball. LeBron is. I mean, one, you can be. Uh, you're right. part of basketball. That's not fair. I didn't have any. I didn't have you any can't say do, in this. You just. We'll you, have more of a say in People football. are going to be. Uh, you're going to be talking about us too. Like it's fine. We're going to do other baseball segments. But I like the baseballs. We're going to do a LeBron <laughs> versus MJ. I like it when the calls go fast. Hey, we're going to do a LeBron versus MJ conversation later. And it's going to be dominated by Thomas hey, May. Next week, uh, the week after that. You and Thomas should do the best offensive lineman of all time. Dude, I'm too <laughs> That would be a fantastic segment. I, I, yeah, I already know who's my number one. Larry Allen? Yeah. <laughs> I actually agree with that. <laughs> actually, wait, wait, wait. Fan, Thomas totally gets really seriously. Like, I actually agree with that. I would totally agree the with that. The week after that. What about Anthony Munez? That's <laughs> definitely, there's a debate between those two. Larry the week Allen, after that, uh, of all time. so f- for everyone's uh, out there, next week, Brian and I will be doing uh, Joe, baseball. Joe Thomas. Can you stop, Thomas? Joe Thomas. Stop take, touching Joe Thomas. these things all Can the time. Can you stop talking for 10 hey. minutes? Uh, hey, Nathaniel. Bri- Brian, and I, Brian and I will be doing uh, top positional and top 10 baseball players next week. The week after, Thomas and Aaron will be doing... Uh, top O lineman of all time, Absolutely and then not. the week after, Brian, Brian and I catchers? will be, Brian and I will be uh, doing thirty minute segments each on our all time long snappers <laughs> in the NFL. <laughs> Dude, I think that might, that might require forty five minutes. I think so. There's just way too much information there. Bro, Zatiasi has to be in the conversation. Oh, and Bill Belichick will be a guest for the long snapper conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so, uh, yeah, thanks, boys, for a great night of uh, talking some sports and footballs and basketballs and, and everything in between. Uh, this is a very uh, important show for all of us, and I love you guys. And, uh, Bernie, if you're listening, uh, <laughs> stop <laughs> making dumb oh, and also, trades. Also, guys, go go and contribute to, Bri- to, to Garrett Crow's GoFundMe or whatever's yes. going on. Yeah. It's uh, on Venmo. It's at C-R-O-W-E-G-A. Again, C-R-O-W-E-G-A. GA. He is one of the best seamen of all of the seamen that I've served. Ever. And $50 minimums. None of that weak yeah. shit. 
Yeah. Please. Yeah. Love you guys. Peace. Love you. Mean it.